Hello, hello, everybody. It's Saturday night, so you know what that time is. Modern Comic Mayhem time. Marco, cue the music. Hello, hello, good evening, everybody. Yep, it's Saturday night. That means it's Modern Comic Mayhem time. We got a pretty fun show for you, I think, tonight. We got uh, our top five Joker covers. We're going to do, we've got some cool talk with Greg Schoen about his Rascals book. We've got, uh, we're doing, the, the awesome dudes from Hive are going to talk about some really awesome covers, like the one that's my background. So let me introduce everybody. We've got the most hated man in Star Wars, Mr. Marco. Still. We've got... We've got the rascal himself, Mr. Greg Schoen. We've got the, the third best beard in the industry, the guy who still doesn't <laughs> know anything about Star Wars, Mr. Solo Wookie. And the awesome, awesome, awesome dude, Travis from Comic Exposure. Hey. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, next time we have a Star Wars quiz, we're gonna have I get one. I'm giving it to Solo Wookie so that he kind of get out of that hole right now. We gotta get him out of that hole. <laughs> yeah, he's gotta, he's gotta prove himself. We gotta, yeah. we gotta get him out of I that did, hole. You can't be doing that. Just fine on that. Yeah. Hey, uh, I hear solo. We we were uh, over at the Star Wars show telling that solo might have a package to open today. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. I do. You know. I do. It's a it's not your package package, it's a package from the mail right package from the mail yeah wow. okay good 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 you never know five minutes kyle <laughs> five minutes kyle <laughs> oh yeah that's right darn it <laughs> how is yeah. everybody tonight how are you doing today greg good i'm doing really good you got any cool announcements for us anything cool with the we've got lots happening yeah we have uh rascals uh book two is uh going probably they're all going to be shipped out this weekend um so people probably next week or the week after will be receiving theirs we got the new binding uh it's coming with five stickers including the big uh the big bumper sticker which i like so much oh that's um, good on a Volkswagen. yeah <laughs> and this one's really cool too because we went with a different uh like i said we went with a different binding so it gave the book a different look and we always go to the high quality paper um because we always want to be able to show you know as well as possible it's beautiful um and yeah you know we got a bunch printed out this is this is we've decided we've, we've aced the printing now this is what we're going to be doing from now on everybody who 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 even touched this oh, jesus christ you manhandle that book <laughs> he's got, he's got yeah, like a box of those bad boys. Yeah. It's tough. Um, you know, we, we went with the, the the thicker paper and the thicker cover. It'll buff out. Um, yeah. And uh, like 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 everything with the rascals, we always you know commit to quality. And so yeah, we should be getting that out. Slam it down again. Hey, hey, this week, Greg. What's the turnaround time for those prototypes on those books? Like, if you like want to check the print on that, like, how long is it before you get those and before you? Because that must be a chore and a half. Like, I think we want to go with this. We got to wait like a month to get the prototype book. And if there's if it's not, no, we, that's no. all bullshit. So yeah. I was always like, you know, what, what? You know, we're always trying to get this information, and then you would see people with Kickstarters or Indiegogos, and they couldn't fulfill because like something happened at the printers or something. Mm -hmm. Like we've already had a delay. 
but our delay was like our printer in Ontario or is it Quebec? Run out of ink? Uh, yeah. So no, they didn't run out of ink, but they got a COVID infection. Oh, so, no. we, so they ended up printing it in the state instead. And then it got hung up on the border coming back over. Mm. So, you know, we updated everybody. We felt bad. We were like a week or two behind in our fulfillment. We, we felt bad, but the whole specking, the whole, like, you know, getting, getting the, you know, the demo or the, the pamphlet. It's very, very easy. Um, yeah, it's okay. very, and it's very, very quick. So you just, you know, all these printing places now, it's not hard to print. It's not costly. Everybody can make their own books, but kind of what I'm really happy about is, it, you know, it takes a long time. Like, are you going to get staples or are you going to get those little dents? Or are you, yeah, gonna you want glossy? Do you want pearl? You want matte? What's going on? And it just keeps on going, going, going. And so then you're thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, how, what's the price point on the book? Mm -hmm. How many pages? You know, lucky for us, a rascal's book is usually, you know, over 30 something pages, right? Mm -hmm. So we can, no do, we can do really cool things, but, you know, and, and then you, you look at other comics, like in the regular market and you see the staples and the bad paper and the ink coming off. And you just think like, wow, you know, imagine trying to do the math on those. Can the printers do, can they bag your comics? Like, so you can like put like bubble gum or those stickers in them, kind of like the old school, like. I'm sure bag. there's, see, bag. here's the thing. There's a whole yeah, sub industry man. just on fulfillment now. So th there are companies out there. Um, the Critical Blast guys are doing it for international from the States. You know, all, all these fulfillment places are, are, are coming up to help these creators. And I'm sure if you wanted to put a stick of bubble gum in or, you know, have them, you know, package both, you know, uh, you know, BOGOs or, you know, if you had a plushie or a t-shirt or something, I'm, I'm confident there's that service out there if you wanted to find it. So what would you stick in a comic book bag with your, uh, 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 comic book. What would you put in there? That's never been put in with a comic. Hold book. on, hold on, hold on. Before you oh, get in, I gotta, I gotta bring something up. Yeah. Ultra, ultra rabbi. He brought up something. Uh, we don't recycle the same guests because we don't have ideas. We like our friends on the show. That's what we like to do. We like to have our friends on, and we like to help our friends. And this is what it's all about: helping your friends a little bit. I actually want to hear the polybag answer though. I. You know, okay, we that, try to always dissect what's going on in Solo's head and uh, finding out what he thinks should be put in a poly bag. Probably is the most brilliant back. question I've heard on the show. I, I would put in a a lone beard hair. Ew. Would they think uh, it was dude, a beard what is hair wrong with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kyle. <laughs> It's okay. better than I guess it's better could, than like skin flakes from your forehead. That would be I mean you could Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Jesus. <laughs> Time out. Bring it back in. Good you job. Yeah, someone put in a beard with you. Ed, Ed, look, this is how well Ed knows us. Seriously. I mean, he helps out the algorithm. Yeah. Next thing you know, he called what Solo was gonna say before yeah. he said it. Like, I mean, geez, uh, for the current Lone beard hair. Right. I mean, the possibilities are endless with one. Look at they put them on baseball cards. They put gloves in there. They put pieces of hockey puck in there. They put all kinds of stuff in those cards and in you know the hockey cards and basketball cards and stuff. 
if they're going to make a, a card or a poly bag, uh, why not have a, a solo Wookiee beard? Here's the problem with that. Yeah, Travis, please solo. tell what the problem with that is. The problem yeah, is you're putting your DNA out there in the world, brother, right? We don't want a bunch of, like, 20 oh, years from now, yeah. a bunch of solo solo Wookiees walking around. Yes. You know? Are you, are you sure you don't? 20. 20. We don't not. next year. Next you year might, we don't want 20 solo Wookiees. We want a bunch of solo no. Wookiees out there. No, no you don't. There's a reason why it's not a fighter. Uh, hey guys, give us a thumbs up if you're against solo Wookiees wandering around. Besides the one we already have, please no. give us that. one. Is enough. One no, is more no. than enough. It's no. way too much. Hey, this is a, a solo solo Wookiees. Yeah, right. So, could you explain this to me? All right, it's a poly bag. How are they going to even know it's your whisker in the poly bag? Because, like, I'll sign they it. could. They could. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> No, I really want to. Th- I want to go through the solo Wookiee brain and say, like, are you just plucking out a piece of hair and dropping it in the in the and then sealing it and then it, it's like, oh, yeah. they think somebody who is there's a there's a certificate of authenticity. That's what right. What happens? What happens I'll, if the person poly bagging it loses a piece of their hair in the bag with your hair? I love a guy. How you can tell the difference? CGC over this shoulder and a guy from CBCS over this shoulder. I'll give you dual uh, dual signature with authentic yeah. authenticized, you know, signature sheets in the back, and boom, mail that off, and boom. This, this, book's a, this book's an 8.5, but you have the hair in here, so it's actually going to be a 5.5. That actually takes, <laughs> it's a nine, actually nine. takes the grade you down no, of your but book. They, they if you gotta, don't have you, the beard hair in it, you know, it goes down in value. You know, you know they don't grade the book, they don't grade the books in the poly bag. They have to take it out of the poly bag, right? Yeah, but um, if the beard hair is not in there, they're like, nope, sorry. This is incomplete. You get a purple label, incomplete. <laughs> has, has anybody ever got a has anybody from that got a graded book ever got a hair in their book? Yeah, oh, I bet you there has been. I bet you there's been <laughs> there's been some other things in books. There's been <laughs> stuff that's on books before that. I mean, like there's crust, crusty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all types. You know, I mean, our our biggest theory. I'll give this theory out there. So, uh, we've been trying to track something, and we're not mm. going to say. Yeah, we are. So at a certain grading company, we know it's one we're talking about. They have a tendency to use a, a gigantic rubber band. And they, what they do is they take your books, they rubber band it, and they put your order form in there. And we have, we've been kind of checking out to teach it. What was that? What was that? That what was, was that? an emergency call cancel. I had to, like, for some reason, my emergency call went on. And I had to cancel that. You're going to have an earthquake. They're like, you should call because there's 20 no, solo no, was, running around outside. No, no, it's a certain company calling, going, shut her down. Shut her shut down. Her down. <laughs> you're like, you're like thing, but Greg knows I could, it could start rumbling here pretty quickly. Yep. Oh, because you're in Japan. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, yeah. So they uh, they use a rubber band on all of them, even when you like if you do it on site or whatever. And that's how they keep all your tracking stuff together. So when they open up your box, they take like when you're shipping in, they wrap them together and they'll wrap. You got ten, they'll do it twice over. You got twenty five, twice over. You get or three times with ten, you get fifty. You know they the, the rubber band can keep fifty in it. So we've been keeping track of like what our top book is, like the book on the top and the book on the bottom. And ninety percent of the time, the top on the book. The top book has got it comes back not nine eight in nine eight submissions. Now I'm not saying that that's because they put a rubber band on top of the thing and bend it. I'm just saying uh, I would take a crappy book from now on and just pay the five dollars and put it on top if I were you. 
Either way, I don't think they're grading solo Wookiee's hairs in there. They definitely don't take that out of the poly bag. And we won't beard hair is definitely a six. Yeah, how would they even be able to tell? This is the other thing. How would they even be able to tell? Like, if it it could, you know, I. And if you run out of beard hair, you got to go pubes at that at that point. You know, eventually you're gonna run out. If it's a good, if if it's if it's a strong selling book, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. it's Derby Day, guys. We got the Woodford Reserve uh, cherries. Yeah, special. Oh, nice, nice. Um, hey, uh, we could get back to Greg in a second, but since we passed the ten minute mark and we've talked about pubes, do we want to talk about strippers? Always. Okay. Cool. So, what do you got, Kyle? Strippers are awesome. I thought you had something. To, <laughs> that's not how we're going to lead into strippers. <laughs> I was transitioning. That was a transition. It was not. Oh man. I even engaged it. Good. Yeah. Especially so, when the bag of coke falls out of their ass as they're getting off stage. Okay, that's going way over the line. So um it was brought to the attention there was a picture that got leaked with who was it? Uh what's his name playing Hawkeye and then the, the woman who's gonna play Echo before. And I mentioned to um and I mentioned to Kyle, I was like, Well, you know that one time Bettis made Echo a stripper, right? And he said, No, I didn't. So I know everybody's going after was it Daredevil Nine right now, but I would Suggest you go after uh, this book right here, too. Uh, hold on. Moon Knight. And this is number two out of the Bettis series. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many people know this. It was an interesting series. But in this Moon Knight series, he, he like, gets the head of Ultron. And then in the second book, they start off in the strip club where this lady gives this big speech. And he's dressed like Spider-Man because he's going in there to break up this big thing. The woman in the back right here, this is Echo right here in the white uh, bikini. Um yeah, it, there was a big... I kind of cut some of the parts out. I can't believe this is actually in a Marvel book, but it is. She um, was undercover as a stripper at the time. She's got some... Uh, yeah, she does some karate kicking there. Da-da-da. It breaks her cover. And then afterwards, her and Moon Knight, um, you know, they get in, they, they have a little bit of a... You know, what's they going on? They bump uglies. Yeah, that's, I think, what there was. And you were in my cover. Look all you horny ladies and gentlemen out there. You've heard of Moon Knight, but have you heard of Poon Knight? Welcome next <laughs> on stage. Coming in, Echo. So, yeah. Is Echo not supposed to be hard of hearing? Uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah she so, is. So this would be like, you're in my cover, Moon Knight. <laughs> well, uh, either way, so it goes on a little bit like that, and that's a good book. So make sure you're going out there and getting your stripper Echo books while you're uh, going after your Daredevil. Yeah, I think. Nine. Sorry, I think Greg and I. Sorry, Marco. Quickly, like, <laughs> move to the next one on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's, that's all I got. Actually, that's actually really good info because I did not read that Moon Knight series. I had no <sighs> Man. idea, dude. That is. That yeah. is crazy. That was is it? Crazy. It was, it, it's a series right before Ellis, right? So it goes Ellis, and then the previous one was was the Bettis series. And I was saying before the show, like, man, I went back, I went back, and I was like, oh, and then I started reading, it. I was like, man, this Bettis stuff, dude. Thank God he's at DC. I mean, just thank the Lord he's at DC because he's <laughs> yeah for Marvel. That's that's pushing yeah. the line. Yeah, it, it, she listen. It, you know, she's got the. And they they definitely were getting loose in the bed too, and the the premise didn't really make sense. Like he recovered, like Bushmaster for all those that don't know, um, like Bushmaster is like the big bad, and a lot of times with that's um, who came on after Echo, right? Is like the big bad with Moon Knight a lot of times. Like in every series, he has a part in it. Um, well, at one point, Moon Knight I think cuts off his face, and then he tries to reattach it. Uh, whatever. But he's well, in the Echo beginning. 
Echo started off uh, in Daredevil, right? Like a, yeah, like started Ronin. off in Daredevil. Uh -huh. uh, those, and then did Ronin. Those, yep. those Daredevil characters, they they don't mind getting a little gritty and just a little bit kind of outsider. You see that with a lot of some of their storylines, uh, their ancillary characters. They they take in the dark places. I know this is the Moon Knight book, but yeah, as far as what yes. you do with those characters, Patrick's right. So Patrick has read this book. Yes, he does. Like when he gets in, he thinks he's Spider Man in that first part. You see him. He also does have like all this hallucination that he's like all the other Avengers. Um, I think she eventually becomes part of the Avengers, if I recall. I didn't. I can't remember. It was like I said, not the best series, not the best Moon Knight series. Definitely not one of my favorite. But there was a so that's the only time I remember Echo is she got killed by the scroll scrolls and she uh, she was a stripper. Kyle, if you were a stripper, if Kyle, if you were a stripper, what would your gimmick be? That's like twenty year old spoilers, bro. The fuck are you talking? If I was what my my gimmick, yeah, what would your gimmick be? Would you bet the car guy, the mechanic, come out all greased up? Oh yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, in overalls. Yep. Call you, call you the low rider, the, the blue jumper overalls. <laughs> all right. Well, we gotta ask Solo. Solo. <laughs> what would my gimmick be? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, oh, come on. We <laughs> get shut down. Tough here. one, man. Um, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. It involves yeah. a dart and a balloon. <laughs> I I don't I th I think I'd lean uh, I think I'd have to do the Daisy Duke, come out with that the cutoff shorts you know and tie the top Classic. up. Yeah, I, I'd have to, go have to pull up your prolapse so it doesn't hang out of your shorts. Yeah, I would, you know I would actually think he'd do the like Daisy Duke overalls is probably with just the beard like oh, unfortunately. Oh, but like the short overalls, the one that, yes. that yeah. would go past your knees. Good call. Good mm -hmm. call. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's See, I, I, in my, I, I, I also run a strip club in, in my, in the off season. So, like, these are the ideas I have for yeah. in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> and now, everybody. Uh, oh man. Okay, so well, that's solo it. Duke. Don't tell. Solo don't Duke. tell. You, don't tell you we didn't give you anything good to go go hunt after a dollar book with a stripper echo in it. There you go. <laughs> and a nice crotch shot. I only thought that they did those in DC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it, it it really makes no sense for. Let's go through it again. It really does make no sense for the Marvel book. I mean, she's literally lecturing strippers at this point. I think that's like the first or second page. I guess Patrick will probably correct this because he apparently uh, still loves this book too, as 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 he remembers every part of it. Um, and then as you see, he comes, uh, Moon Knight comes in in a Spider-Man and they shoot him, I believe at one point too, in this, uh, there she is in the corner. I just try to grab all the shots of her. I, she's doing the silent pose over here, I guess, uh, not talking much. And by the way, they have a silent stripper. I don't know how that works undercover. Greg has a good point on that one, I guess. <laughs> um, and then yes, you get this right here. Um, great artwork. In this that's a book. nice panel. Yeah, that's a great panel. Amazing well, artwork, I, I guess. The one, the one before it has some interesting. Um, should we whack him first? We absolutely should not. Oh He's yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. I, 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 I actually think there's one more He'll in here whack that's just, us. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens in the champagne room. Mm. There's one <laughs> other part in here. I think I edited out that. Uh, I mean, it was very provocative. I guess is well, the word. I have an. I have an but idea. Like how she's got the slumped art. Like, what's her even? Pose over here is like, ugh, like what, what's going on yeah, here? She, she definitely looks frumpy. Yeah. If I if I uh, was uh, no faces a, too a, a con in a city, yeah. you know, cities have these exotic dancer establishments mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. the cons. Mm -hmm. What I would do instead of dollar dance night at a con, dollar comic night. So you go to the con, you buy a bunch of dollar books, make it rain at the club that night, 
the <laughs> exotic dancers can pick up the books and maybe make some money on their investment. You know, if they keep those things and just yeah, a bunch of, yeah, yeah, making it rain, yeah. fucking, chucking, fucking, <laughs> shoving up. <laughs> Dollar bin making hollow. Trades off. start chucking trades at them. Hey, hey, have you not seen the top ten? This book was on the top ten. I got it for a dollar, and then like throwing <laughs> it at them. Dollar making. Comic Timmy, comic Timmy one hundred two says this is the yeah. next hot book. Here we go. Yeah. Dollar, dollar book making holla. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I would like to add that we do give you uh 0.0 on artwork if you don't draw a face if you do this laziness and it's not just for uh beta ray bill books or dc comics wonder woman we're giving this one a 0.02 I think. yeah yeah Dwayne, absolutely he's dropping the uh the second appearance of honey badger and then bikinis all day he's like right. one for you one for Listen, you i want to see you in the champagne look, look at that last panel with with daredevil in the bed yeah, look at that. He's got radar around his hand. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, that's a oh. joke. You got to be a little older to get that joke. That's where he got. I shot. got it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that was our first. That's our first and only comic book review of a Marvel <laughs> book today. So I hope everybody enjoyed that. There you go. A little early preview of Marvel comic reviews today in this part of history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, JJ. Thank you, JJ. Good stuff. Yeah, that's that's not gonna that's a, not a good starting point. Is when we come in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, either that was, way, that was great. It was supposed to be a time filler before the Hive guys came on. <laughs> is there a drinking game tonight? Because I hope Prolapse is on it. Yeah, I hope. I hope, I hope. Yes. <laughs> you drinking game is one of the drinking words i i i just guarantee it's one of the drinking words it's not um it isn't so that's what it is no it's fine. <laughs> right. right uh yeah so that's that's what i got for you guys early solo uh do we have do we have this grand opening of this thing here yeah you want to do it now or at the end we're gonna care. do it now all right so all right oh, so i wow this yeah. is oh, a friend full screen I, I do know him uh, personally. He, cool. he lives close by. Uh, you can find him on Instagram. He goes by Shoy Sauce. I do nice. pay. I do pay a little bit extra for books, um, and it doesn't bother me because he goes out to all. He'll go to four or five different stores and pick up. You know what's new, what's hot, what's what's not. Find some old stuff, new stuff. Uh, so I don't mind paying a little extra because he's putting in the gas, he's putting in the time. And then he goes on Instagram, uh, and you can look him up there and, and friend him and you can look up his wife, uh, and she lists all of his books under comic Katana, comic with a K, Katana with a K. And, um, he always adds cool, extra little stuff. And that's part of the reason I really don't mind. Kind of like Greg throwing in the the, the rascal stickers mm -hmm. and the artwork and the it, mm -hmm. it means the, the world to me. I like it because it's just that little bit of extra. Um, and he always does me right. He always uh, tosses me out. So when I oh, get the that's package, really cool. That's really cool. Solo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So like this is the last one that I got. The second to last one. So he's always doing crazy artwork, right? That's, really that's super cool. 
Yeah. Then I, then I, oh, you know, you open it, and I not only get my books, but he sends in, you know, like here he'll get. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And look at down here is a bunch of Star Wars stickers because he knows I'm a. Oh, a beard hair too. Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) There might be a beard hair. He likes to recycle my beard hair Mm -hmm. in case I ever send him books. So that was that a fingerprint? You know, he does uh, that. And then uh, he also will send me. Once in a while in his stuff, you'll pick up some like original art that he does. Which is, I mean, how dope is that? Like that's, that's super cool. Really, you know, cool graffiti style. I I love his stuff, man. It's really, really cool. Um, so I I highly suggest all of you check it out. Um, give him a like. So this is the newest one I got. This is the package I'm opening. Oh I wow. Just, I'd love it, man. It just it's got that uh Sabine, you know, Ren kind of style graffiti. Just, I love it. Now, does he do that for you because you're boys? Or if people order from him, he just throws in his personality in, in, in various ways, probably, huh? Um, I, Yeah, he just throws his personality in there. Because he's done it uh, several times for other people that I've seen. I don't mm-hmm. know if he does it every time. Right. Um, But uh, I, I hate to speak and, and say that he does and he doesn't right um, i'm sure certainly if you're a loyal returning customer you, you would start to notice and do the, do the does the graffiti get better as he gets used to you um i think i think it might get a little more personable if he knows who you are um is is a little more apt to what you like and what you don't oh, like solo um, he helped me pay my car payment last month <laughs> right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write solo um, and graffiti he there is a there's a gem mint that he did he sent off to gem mint and he did some really cool graffiti style um uh what's his name from uh uh wow brain fart um the big dude with the cane uh uh the king the uh um What's his ass? Kingpin? Yes, thank you. Um, so I sorry, I'm trying to multitask and I don't do that. Well, I like you um, know what I like there, Solo, is that you you've you've been sitting on this package for how long? Oh, about a little over a week. Two about days. A week. Two yeah. days since Thursday. <laughs> no, oh, it was. I did get it Thursday. You're right. Oh, I did, I did get it Thursday. Oh, cool. Like a damn week. Because normally see, you out. get a you get a package you can tear into yes. it, right? But when that package is a piece of art, you can kind of put it in the corner and just try to I like deny yourself it to, for a while. I just, on YouTube. I totally, this, this could not <laughs> no, be. No, this just, is no. This is. We got to get back to Greg. Come on. This is <laughs> quintessential. Because I've had this sitting for a week. On the Star Wars six Sunday. Months I've had this. On the Star Wars Sunday podcast that I do with Marco. <laughs> We just reviewed the Gendy, right? And we've got our last one tomorrow, Tomorrow, right? So in the uh, Gendy review of Clone Wars, there's this part where they uh, Anakin is becoming the Jedi Knight, and they cut off his his ponytail, his uh, his Padvon, you know, ponytail thing, and uh, Marco's like, nobody'd ever keep that because in the next you know scene they show. Um, Queen C3- Amidala throwing C- it in the box. No, no, no. Okay, C three PO, C three PO grabs right? it after it gets cut off and hand delivers it to Padme, and Padme then puts it into her love. So chest, this, I just opened this, and this could not be. This was not planned. This was. I had no idea. 
This is freaking awesome. No, it's not. That's gross. <laughs> that's that, hilarious. Oh, that's funny. That's actually kind of funny. So what yeah. is it for everybody? Hair in a backpack. And, I, and we just got done talking. I would put beard hair in. <laughs> that was double funny. That is awesome. That's really cool. I may frame this. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I like how he used the tape. And stuck it, stuck everything on there. Very display like too. Yeah, he does a great he, job. I'll oh, give him this. Does an yeah. Awesome job. I mean, it's all pull tab. He seals, you know, all the way around so your books aren't sliding. He does so good, man. I, I love their stuff. Him and his wife are just outstanding. Um, they always. They're so good to the community. They're, I mean, they're amazing. What's up, Dwayne? Good to yeah. see you, brother. Gonzo, always good stuff. Hey, everybody, Gonzo's doing something. Check him out. He's starting to do a, a little bit of stuff himself on YouTube. We'll get you a link below. Um, support him. You know, he supports us. Talk about it. Yeah, we'll give him support. Oh, man. This is dope. Oh, Jesus. All right. <clears throat> Hey, you wanted the live unboxing. While he's doing that, Marco, you're a star. Oh, good. Look at that. More <laughs> stickers. And fully wrapped, all in one bag. How cool is that? Pull tab. God, I love him. He is so damn dope. I'll give you this. It's great packaging, and he he puts a lot of work into it. And uh, But this is why this is why Solo Wookie complains about everybody else. He gets spoiled with all this stuff, and then he gets just a regular person, send him a regular package, and he goes, ape crap, that it's not, uh, why did they give me graffiti and a bunch That's of stickers? Right. And That's right. Fuck those people. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. Oh, look at that. He knows me, and he tossed in. Freebie. Oh, that's cool. Freebie. That's a cool one. Dude. Well, now Thank that we re- now that we reviewed that like a uh, month ago, you can yeah. finally read it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's a nice cover. <laughs> I got two. I got two of them. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And there's 20 more Wookies in the world. <laughs> Star Wars. Since you're not explaining it to everybody. <laughs> More Star Wars books, Age of Republic specials, since you're not letting our listeners who listen not. Yeah. Oh, next, Ronin? we got a last Ronin coming up here. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, so I got uh, High Republic number two, Scare on it, the uh, Kiva face behind her, Star Wars High Republic number three, Star Wars Adventures number one, uh, two of the TMNT Michelangelo. And the spawn crossover cover variant. Super dope. Please go check out uh, Shoy Sauce and his wife, uh, Comic Katana. Great people, great in the community. Um, dude, can't tell you how much I appreciate that. You guys are the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But then we lost Greg. You put Greg to sleep. Just at the point we were going to bring Greg Greg. 
Marco, you got another name. Those braids have to have a name, right? Is there a specific name for that Padawan braid in, in Star Wars? Oh, a Padawan, Padawan. Padawan braid. Yep. That's it? Hmm. That's all that it's called? It's not got a cool I name to it? I always say. It probably does. I don't know. I, I, hair is not my uh, forte. I forte. All right, Greg. So now back what? to Greg. A little bit more interesting stuff. We heard there's a bunch of stuff coming out with your book, too. Uh, the number two. We're getting bumper stickers. Do we cover that already? Bumper stickers? Mm-hmm. We, we did. We covered we all that stuff. Two coming out. We, you know, we always get the stickers. With this one, we're gonna get uh, the band sticker. We nice. got Tony, Alana, Rosie, and Max. Mm-hmm. We have the woo, the classic Rascals logo. Nice. Um, we always give a lot of these ones because we want to see them on mailboxes or anywhere. And mm-hmm. then the uh, commitments cover, which nice. is also um, the proper. Book two cover. Um, you know, it's a riff on the commitments movie from the 90s about the Irish blues band. Um, in this book, the rascals go to Ireland to play uh, play a festival. And another montage cover could be a could be a you know an album right now. And my favorite, the bumper sticker, which is nice. uh, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Clean that coming out. Uh, that's that's going to be fulfilled. Uh, the next thing up for Rascals is we're going to do a Kickstarter for a different uh, special cover to get a whole bunch of number ones with this new binding, like I talked about earlier. Uh, and also, uh, looks like I'll be having a couple other projects coming out uh, with an artist named Alexander Soderovsky. Um, and one will be a science fiction ongoing series, and the other one will be kind of like a, a lo-fi sci-fi historical drama that morphs into a science fiction series. Nice. So, yeah, lots oh, of wow. Yeah. Lo-fi, hmm. hi-fi, historical. Fi- that's that's pretty intense mix of genres there. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like these four things meshed in the one. That sounds well, awesome. It starts It starts as one, and then it, it, it kind of as it basically follows a family over four generations, right? So by the time we're in the fourth generation, however far down the series, it's science fiction time. So, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, it's great. Uh, wait, wait, when are we getting the Kyle in a, um, in a comic book? When is this coming that's, out? That's after we do the uh, different cover, different binding Kickstarter, uh, which will just be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, you know, different platform, different, we want that new binding. Then mm-hmm. we're going to do the number three proper. Um, and that's the one that has, uh, kind of like, uh, Island Man. Island yeah. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. All right. If it becomes a cartoon, I get to voice my own voice, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Did you purchase the original art on that yet, Kyle, or no? The no, only... I haven't been able to. I want to. You got to get it before it goes. If they start putting it out there, everybody's going to be trying to grab hey, the O. Hey, Greg, when you're developing new ideas, what do you what do you tend to start with? Do you tend to genre first, uh, conflict or character, or what's what do you, what do you what what's your big uh like the like you always have like this macro concept. I actually have a YouTube channel called mm-hmm. called Comic Script Writing with Craig Shane. It's very mm-hmm. on the nose. Oh, good plug. Um, and I, I go over these things and, and try to like, cause I want more people to make more books. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to kind of help when I can. Um, but for me, it, it starts like macro concept. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, everybody always has these great ideas for worlds and things that could happen. And then you can run what I call rabbit holes, right? Like you chase them and chase them and chase them until you realize you don't have, you don't have a story. So you yeah. have all these great ideas, but you don't have it. You don't have a, a story, a character to move through that world. Right. So usually that you just kind of collect these really cool things you want to use one day and try to use them and it never works and it never works. And then mm -hmm. one day, you have the thought that makes everything click and it turns out that they all, they weren't different stories. They were actually the same story. You were just making backgrounds for the characters. Um, right. I'm a very you, subconscious writer. You give yourself uh, like uh, when you're, you're, if you're working macro, you go macro world, do you give yourself rules then? You give yourself boundaries and to, to before you come with the character? I'm a huge believer in that. Like um, one of my favorite things when I was a kid and still to this day, I have all, all of them, is the DC Who's Who's books and the Marvel mm -hmm. Universe, um, History of the Marvel Universe books, where they have the character bios, their history, their height, their weight, how much they can lift, how far they can jump, you know, how powerful is Cyclops' right. beam. All of these things, to me, give me a greater sense of when I see them fight. So when I see Cyclops hit the Hulk, with a pencil sized beam, I know that's 25,000 pounds of square pressure. Mm -hmm. on the so it just makes me, yeah, I like those rules. I really like them. I like rules right. for the same reason. You could see, especially you talk about your new concept that uh, um, soft science fiction, you know, hard science fiction mix of soft and low. Uh, if you, that building that world, if you don't give yourself rules, you can tell those books right off because they kind of wander and you yeah. don't feel like the, the stakes 100%. aren't there. Anyways, what was that YouTube uh, video that they could go to or that YouTube place where they can go and check out your writing process? Comic script writing with Greg Shane, but just just going back to that. It's so crazy you keep saying Shane. You let us say shown for like five years. <laughs> but just going back to that, um, the whole thing about that big concept, right? was that I hate, because I'm a father, I hate seeing kids in danger. Mm. So it, before I was a father, you know, I didn't like it, but I could watch something and appreciate it for what it is. And now it just, it just, it freaks me out so much. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can never handle that. That's where this story comes from. Because I thought, wouldn't it be neat to evoke that feeling in somebody um, and then flip it and then have that as the core conceit for the entire thing is that, you know, you, you, you've, you've set this really crazy expectation that's rooted in some base primal, anybody that sees it's going to have the same kind of thing, unless they're psychopathic or sociopathic or something. Discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. And then you flip it and that'll be the hook and that'll be why people want to continue. It's like, nice. it's like the reason why, even though you know, you know, the, the family in Yellowstone or, uh, you know, Dallas or Dynasty or all of these things about these, 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 you know, lineages of power, the only reason that you cheer for them is because they flipped that expectation at some point for you to actually want to cheer for the bad guy. It's kind of like Tony Soprano, right? Right. That's the micro relationships in there. Yeah. Yeah. The, the macro is the world that those people exist in. And that's, it, it, it's very easy, especially if you're starting with four generations because you have history. So it's like, well, I know where I can make the move. And then it's very interesting 
to how you can screw that all up. So where it gets to the present, now everything can be different. You've changed history to make the technology one in the present. Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out that YouTube site you have. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, uh, do you guys want to see what I, I did? I pulled out of a Pokemon deck the other day. Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, as you know, I get bored sometimes. So I just start opening up Pokemon uh, cards. And I got a couple of these the other day. These are those, uh, the tins. And I heard that they were pretty good or whatever, the Shiny Fate tins. I was like, whatever. <clears throat> My buddy's like, if you open up the Shiny Fate tins, like they're giving out pretty good cards there. So I was in the backstage, usually after, well, just how this works, usually after these shows are done, we all sit around, talk about what we're going to do for our next show and stuff like that. And it was Sunday after the Star Wars show, and we were digging through the stuff, and um, and I was like, all right. I opened up one pack. I was like, I'm bored. I'll open up this pack while we're going through the stuff. Not bored. It's very interesting meetings. But um, JJ took off, and I said, hey, yeah, Patrick's already got it. I said, hey, yeah, that's... Whatever, I opened the first pack. Thanks for spoiling it, Patrick. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. And this was like the main card that I got in the first pack, which was pretty good. And then JJ, it? it's just, it's a first kid shiny, uh, you know, full art. Um, but it's not the best. And JJ said, I'm, he said, hey, guys, I have to go. I'm done talking about everything. See you later. I said, yeah, as soon as you go, I'm going to pull what Patrick said at Charizard. And that was the second pack I did. Charizard, you get the full art, shiny, about $300 card. The question is, though, like, and I, and I actually kind of already did it. So, and this got into big debate after I did that because everybody was like, oh, that's so sweet. And Solo is already shaking his head at this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I should give that to my kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I said, maybe I should give it to my kid. You know, my kid kind of likes Charizard or whatever. Like, he likes to play the game or at least collect them all or whatever more than he likes to, um, Likes the cards. I was like, well, I should just give it to him. And Solo, Solo, what'd you say? I said, send it, grade it, then give it to him. No, yeah, or not, hold it. Yeah, what, but what, what you really should do is hold it and give it to him when he's like, do is just keep it to him like five. five feet away and say, this is yours, but you can't touch it. Yeah, no, I it. mean, he's a little kid. Get it, That's what get I'm it saying, graded, like, hide it. And then when he's like 25 or 30 or something like that, just slide it to him on like Christmas or and be like, dude, I've been holding this for like 30 no. freaking no. years. You want to know why? And this is why I've been thinking about it. So that happened. What was that last Sunday when I pulled that solo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was well, last Sunday. It, it was like three weeks ago, right? It was, like time? No, it was like a week ago. It was a week ago. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was actually thinking, I was thinking about that and what you said. And, and he, he went, by the way, solo wasn't the only one. The whole backstage was like, Exactly like my man uh, Zaggy over here. Of course, he's like, "Hey, get it graded. Don't do that." Um, and I understand that, but I was thinking about it, and I was kind of almost leaning that way. You guys almost got me to go and do that, but instead, uh, what does he say? Jada says, "Well, if you send it to CGC, he might not get it." Yeah, until he's twenty-five. Good point. Uh, but then I was thinking about everything else that goes on, like especially in this collecting world, and how crazy it is, and how that some of the stuff that like even the 90s, like Lethal Protector is always the one I go back to because it was a book that was so cheap for so long. And I remember when that book started taking off because these kids turned 20 and you were like, or well, 25. And they that was like, they saw the older kids get those books, right? In the 90s. And they were like, oh, that's a cool book. So they started, and 
It was produced a ton. It's nothing special. But you could start getting them graded and selling them good. The only reason, though, is those kids would go because their older brother or older cousin had them. And after they tore through them, they'd go through and read them. And that gave them that nostalgia. If you take that – if I take this car, right? And I'm not saying that he doesn't have other Charizards, but this one's a real cool one. If I took that card, he doesn't know it's worth $300. He just thinks it's cool because it shines and it goes back and forth. Um, if you, what is the huh for? Who put huh? <laughs> it's one of you people here. Who put huh? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So if, if you, if you take that card and just store it and he never gets to see it, he's never going to like want it. It's going to have no value for him. The card's literally going to have no value for him. So why would I grade it? I don't think so. So I showed it to him today. I said, hey, bud, I got to show this on the show real quickly, and then I'm going to give it to you tomorrow. So he's going to get that card tomorrow. I've made up my decision. I'm done with it. I like that. I like your decision, man. I think it's, I think it's good. I, it's kind of there's something uh, cathartic about giving something that has value and having that value be exchanged for something different. The joy yeah. of your child's smile. It's called regret. So in 30 years, he goes, you know, I had one of those fucking cards. My dad, like an idiot, knew better, gave it to me. I destroyed it. That card's worth like $40,000, $180,000, $220,000. I could go buy an entire flipping house today if my dad had graded that fucking card and left it in the safe deposit box until I was like 40 years old. I'll tell you right but now, Solo, if will... that's the one thing your dad did they, that you're upset with him, that would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people, it's like, my dad never showed me affection. My dad never told me he loved me. My dad... <laughs> I, yeah, wish but that, I wish they'd have showed it to me and then been like, and you can have this when you're 38. Yeah, dude, this is the problem with that though. Like, he, he, he won't, he won't care, and I don't I, think he'll be I, worth that much. I, I mean, know, and and you, you can't put a price on those memories. I, I 100 percent agree. Oh yeah, totally you can understand that. <laughs> no, you, no, you can't. can't. I mean, there's there's Star Wars toys I blew up and destroyed and put in mud, and they're worth thousands and thousands of dollars today but my childhood I, I won't lie it was happy because yeah. i had those toys and i got to play with them in mud and i got to you know i got to enjoy them i got i, I won't, got I won't. to shoot boba fett's in in yeah. the sky with bottle rockets and parachutes and blow things up i know? won't talk to my dad because he let me open my popples uh yeah. so that was see <laughs> to this day see <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think if you guys weren't as spoiled as children, you'd see it from a different point of view. And I, I yeah, hey, look, what you don't know is Solo Wookie was in the backyard of a whore house while he was doing all that. <laughs> That's Canadian. Well, they got Canadian coming out of Greg there. <laughs> there. There was definitely some alcohol being served in the house that I was behind. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I think, look, I. I don't actually care about the card, to be honest with you. It was cool to pull it. It's cool to pull a three hundred dollar card, but yeah, that, I'm not, that is. That I'm is, not grading that thing. I'm not set. He's the, getting it tomorrow. That's the best card I've you, ever seen. But someone not three hundred dollars. Love you. Except for except for this is the thing. So I said, hey, here I gave it to him. I got him to look. You know, he started looking at it or whatever. He's like, cool. He goes, hey, one problem, Dad. I said, what? He goes, well, you don't have this card because it, it's so how the game of pokemon i'm just learning this stuff so i don't know how many uh, probably everybody's gonna clown at me but you this isn't like um 
This isn't a uh, first person thing. Like you got to get a different Pokemon that mutates into this one, right? So I don't have the first Pokemon that this mm. mutates into. So he's uh, he's like, well, you don't actually have that one. So I think it's good you're giving it to me because I actually have the Charizard that can turn. I have the stage one or the basic. It's called. I have the basic. So you know you don't have a basic. So you wouldn't be able to play that card anyways, which is great. That means he loves the game. That means he likes to play yeah. it. I mean, that's. It also it means he's got like a little hustler. Basic. He's got a hustler mentality on him too. He's like, all right, all right, old man, listen up. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. Like, I'm not no. on my dad out of that no. Charizard hey, card. Hey, I tell them all the time. I tell them all the time. If you can come up, if you could come up with an acceptable like reason, if you can come up with a, a, a decent debate, if you can come up with anything, I'll at least listen to it and probably go in your favor. If you I just want say a I want a ten-page report on why you need this card. <laughs> It needs to this, be. This is <laughs> right. how it's gonna go down. He's gonna give him this four hundred dollar fucking card. He's gonna be like, "Yo, you know I can't fucking play this, right? Like I don't have the other three cards to go with this card. Yes, well, why do you give me this fucking card? You trying All to right. piss me off and tease me? Yeah, Dad, come on. <laughs> well, he, so I think it's. I don't know. Maybe it's just how I like to Quit do it. Quit busting my like, balls and make me write a report, mm, Dad. I understand my kids. Card. They're gonna listen. laugh me out of the room. I get it. My kids are spoiled, right? Like I get that. I'm about to give them a three hundred dollar card. Like I do. Uh, they're between the ages of four and seven. I just throw a chunk of. And you make them sit there and debate and their, run away. their 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 Wait. side. The same thing. Yeah, I absolutely do. All right, they don't have timer, jobs, Kyle. The timer starts they have zero now. jobs. <laughs> I'm giving you a three. Wait, time out. I'm giving you a three hundred dollar card, and you're going. Don't give him the card. But what you should do is not make him like work for it. Well, at least I'm making him work for it. At least you have to give me a good reason why you should get that card. Like, come on, you man. Yeah. You're four. You need to convince me, a grown ass man, why I should give that to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, like, nothing's free. Because you love me. You're already paying rent. Love don't cost a thing. Remember that. <laughs> it ain't $300 either. So. Sure ain't this $300 Pokemon <laughs> good, card. Good look at that. Good look at that. But hey, he came with it. I mean, he said, he uh, very great. good, very good point. The point that I did not have the Charizard. The he, basic did Charizard. he walk in with the briefcase and a tie and a oh. PowerPoint? Reasons why <laughs> I should get the three hundred dollar. He might he might have brought out a binder and said, "Listen, and uh, I actually have this card that converts, and you don't." Yeah, he might have done that. So what? That's good. <laughs> Reasons why I have to beg my dad for a Pokemon card. Reasons why he's gonna. Why are you like, guys turning against me now? Two minutes ago, you guys were like, "Don't give him that card. Go to great." Until you said they have to, they have to beg you. These are all. No, 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 no. Begging doesn't get you. You have to have a solid. You have to pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, solid for their age. Like, I mean, solid for their age. His is he didn't know it's a his. That's a good pitch for like somebody between the ages of four and seven. Like, that's a pretty solid pitch, right? No, am I wrong? Papa, I would have loved it more if you'd have been like, give me a good reason I should give you this. So what happens card. if one year and he just reached it? out and pulled out like a two shooter nerf gun and like cocked it back. Because I said so, dad. Because I said so. Sorry, little good. one. Your sister had a better argument. So I'm going to give it to her and not you. Yeah, absolutely. There's winners and losers in life, Kyle. There's winners and losers in life. How is this turning around on me when two minutes ago you guys were like, don't give that kid a $300 card? 
Now it's like, you should have just thrown the card at him and said, have a good day. Hey, how's that working out? You can't play I, both I sides still, here. I still think you should grade it, then give it Travis, to Travis, please help me out with this. You usually well, me, have more common sense than least, me. Let me, let me ask you a question, Marco. And this will, this will help me zone in on what kind of dad you are. Yeah. So I see you sure, in an office. I'm gonna, now I'm going to get graded yeah. on my dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love this. All right, go ahead. Yeah. If, I, if I had your child in class and I had to deal with you as a parent, I'd be like, uh, uh, Marco, you have like this office there. You got some toys in the back. Are you a dad who doesn't allow your kids to come into your personal office? No, they're, 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 you, I think you've seen them, some of them before. Okay. Haven't you? I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, yeah, my kids, they have run out of, look. They give I mean, them the card. They give them the card. He he had to pitch it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah he did a good job pitching. That's why he's yeah, getting you the pitch card. it. Yeah. But, okay, so this is, you're a teacher. I'll explain this. If you call me and tell me that my kid's being a jerk off in the school, yeah, 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 yeah. We get we he has a problem. There's a problem. <laughs> you know, your kid's jerking off in the school. We got a problem. <laughs> we don't have a problem with that. We don't have a problem with that. If he's a jerk off, we got a problem. If he's jerking okay. off, I mean. Hey, he's young. What do you want me to tell you? He doesn't know the difference. He's after his old man. He's a early bloomer. <laughs> Chip off the old block. He must have been happy that day. No, but if you, but then he got a three hundred dollar Charizard then, card, of course. Yeah. If you call, but if if you call me in the same point and be like, oh well, your kid, your kid's messing around, and the whole class was over there, and we just gave him a bunch of candy for lunch instead of food, then I'd be like, yeah, no, that's on you, bro. Like you're yeah. you're a dumb teacher. Like yeah. Look, I guess it's common sense. Like, it's sometimes you just have to go down a deal on that level. Remember when you were a little kid? Oh, that's key boy. For sure. <laughs> yeah, give him no. the card for sure. Yeah, I'm giving him the card. He's got the card. Jack, get out of here. Jack, <laughs> hey, welcome back home, by the way. Thank you very much. And welcome back home, Jedi. But yeah, no, so he's getting the card. Uh, I do have another box anyway, so I could just open that and see if I get another one. And then probably What's I'll just give that to my other kid. <laughs> what? No, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the only guy that would pull two Charizards, give one to each of your kids, not send either of them to get graded. And yeah, because he's because, because he's, he's publicly half. yeah half here you yeah. go because yeah. he's publicly stated that he has destroyed two of these cards. The value goes up even more. Like, this <laughs> is even more rare. Yeah, yeah worth three hundred. <laughs> Marco not... pulled ten of them, so now they're. <laughs> $1,500. I will. Time card. out. I will also say uh, some people I've given uh, pretty decent stuff to on this fucking show. I didn't hear them complaining when they got it. And that, they'd say like, no, you should hold on to that and grade it. Except for Kyle, who had a chance and then rejected it. Uh, so listen, I'm just saying like. I don't want to be in your pocket like your kids and have to give a thesis as to why I should get it. <laughs> Nothing's free, brother. Nothing's free. I don't want to be in your pocket. <laughs> I just I don't I get don't it. I don't know what a thesis is. I don't. Even, yeah, they don't know what thesis is. They, it's just they just give like Raymond. Know, I hope this is what he does guys. with it. Holy shit! Yeah, this he is, might. Yeah, he might. That'll be awesome. That's fine. I'll take a picture and send it to you. I mean, listen, it's gonna get trashed. It'll be the thing's gonna get destroyed with the the first time we play because he he's young. Like he smashed. He yeah, almost smashed the card there. Yeah, I mean, like the first time I showed him, he's like, "Can I hold it?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Oh, don't bend it like that. Just leave it till leave it till I can show it on the show real quickly." So, and then after I'll that, you, do, you Pikachu, you can do whatever you want with it. Oh, I gave yeah, I gave him one of those rainbow uh, fat Pikachu's too, which I don't know, whatever. Man, he likes Pikachu. He likes it, man. I didn't have a lot of shit when I was a kid, so like rainbow can, fat Pikachu sounds like what someone would name it, like it, their it ecstasy. Shows through because like, you like, like, this ex is great. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Travis, it, it's true. <laughs> Kyle, yes, I do make them work. 
look, my kids might be spoiled as shit, but at least they're going to have to work to be spoiled. You know what I mean? Fuck it. I don't care. I mean, they haven't come and taken them away yet, so whatever. (laughs) All right. Uh, have I burnt enough time, or are we still gonna judge me on my? Uh, are we still gonna judge me on my uh, parenting? Well, how, much time, how much time? How much time do you burn? We can keep going. Just, it's just. Fine. Look, see, there's people in the chat even say, "Hey, good. I'm glad you like your Soko Gonzo. I appreciate it. I, it's not just my kids. I don't make people work for stuff. I, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just get gifts, but it's not Christmas every day of the year, dude. What Ahsoka did you give? There's a he he. So Gonzo's doing this thing now. He does a lot of um he does a lot of uh and the know. camera's this way, Mark. Yeah, the ca- he does a lot of pictures. I'm trying to find out. I have another one of the Soka. So I was gonna show just, yes, which Ahsoka it was. Like a figure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, while he's gone, guys, I think we need to call CPS on these kids. I think we do too. Oh, he's, he's, back, he's back. Oh man. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh man. All right, stop talking about him. My dad too. You know, it's just, oh, there's the Asogo. Okay. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, that looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those Walmart exclusive crappy ones that nobody could, you know, that they. Oh, find them, man. Try to find them, dude. I've been trying, we've been looking for Ahsoka Tanos for, for years and years. You want Ahsoka Tano? Yeah. Give me and his address. Give, him a, give him a good reason. Give, give him a thesis. He was looking for years and years. That's a good reason. He's got a kid. He, he's going to his kid. Here, let you. I'll give you this. Here, hold on. I just picked if this you one ever up. Go have this to one. Japan. All right, hurry. He's not listening. Call yes. CPS. And Travis, you should get know him too. away so that you do not have to debate his kid. Greg, you want this one? Are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, wait. You live in Canada. Got chat. Tell him the rules. Tell him the rules. I don't ship to fucking Canada anymore. Uh, That's a good way to fucking weasel out of what you just We'll figure said. it out. We'll yeah, figure we'll it out, that. though. We'll figure it out. Oh, we'll figure it out. You're not next door. I can't throw it to you, Greg. No. Where are you in Canada? Where are you in Canada? Yeah, Alberta. I'm, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I do have a cousin oh, out there. That's the, worst. the only problem is this is what... Okay, I'll send... Greg, I will send it to you, but I, I don't want to hear about uh, how long it takes or like how it's stuck in customs. <laughs> yeah, or, don't, don't worry uh, Jesus, that shit is like the last person was giving me crap two months afterwards. I still hadn't gotten through it. So yeah, no, I'll I'll kick back a whole bunch of cool shit to you too. No, no worries. It's, it's look, I appreciate that. You can more than happy to give me stuff, but like, uh, yeah, yeah, you could definitely have it. Especially if you're having a hard time finding it, you got it, man. No problem. In Tokyo, there in Shimokitazawa, there is a store, and on the bottom of the store, it's all models, like all historical, you know, war models, whatever. And on the top, it's <laughs> Greg Mays. It's like $87. On, it's fucking expensive. It's on the expensive. top, it's all Star Wars and collector's toys. Oh, and nice. like the whole store is basically Star Wars stuff. And we got really cool stuff there that you couldn't find like the Jump Troopers and all these different series and stuff. And there was never a, an Ahsoka Tano. Okay, yeah, and, I got you, dude. And the lady, m- my kid and I, mm-hmm. would go all the time. And in Japan, it's hard to like find the Western stuff that you need necessarily. Mm-hmm. And we went in there, we and we were telling her, "Hey, Ahsoka, you know, she looks like this. She's got swords and stuff." And she's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll look for it. I'll look for it." And we came in there, and, we, and she said, "We sold your Ahsoka." Oh hell! Said, what are you talking about? And she goes. She opened it. She was gonna put it aside, and some guy ran up and yeah, 
Oh my god! Which one was it? It was uh, it was the like the the little ones, like the Clone Wars ones. Remember okay. when we had the Obi Wan with the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. heads with the Clone Wars helmet? That's super rad. That series. I'm trying to think. She's like Mia so Ahsoka Sari. I'm trying to think if I have an extra one of that. All right, I got something else. I'll send you a couple things. I'll send you a couple things. I'll send you a couple things. All right, sounds good. Thank All you. right, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's up? Not, we're just talking about how expensive it is to ship and handle stuff to freaking Canada because that's a mess. Um, and that, <laughs> it is. that, and that they don't want me to give a three hundred dollar Pokemon card to my kid because they think I should grade it, and then they criticize me for not giving it to him because. I made him actually give me a good reason to give it to him. So, uh, criticize you because he has to have a point of view debate as to why he thinks he should have it. It's why your kids should have it. Yeah. So I I pulled one of these. I don't know how much you know about. It's a it's a. I pulled one of these out of a pack the other day. It's this shiny. It's going for about three hundred bucks, right? So when I pulled it, I pulled it in backstage, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm giving it to my kid because it's kind of cool." And everybody was like, no, you need to grade it and send it away. So I kind of pulled out today, said I was going to give it to my kids, blah, blah, blah. These people all criticized me, said, no, grade it. And I said, no, nah, he likes it. This is what he said. He said, hey, dad, you can't use it anyways because you don't have a basic to get to that thing. And they're like, you make him pitch you to get stuff? I was like, well, he doesn't get stuff for free. Yeah. I mean, you don't just give him a $300 card. He has to come up with a good reason why he should get it or he has to do some work or something. like. That. I mean, he doesn't do a lot of work. He's small. So yeah. he's got to do something for it. And then they criticized me for that. So then they said I, I gave, should just give it for free. I gave my I gave my son a ASM 361 9.8. Yeah. See? Did you did he what why did you give it to him? Uh Christmas. And he, okay. and he collects he collects comics. Yeah, well that's it. I mean, Christmas is a different story. This is a what day is it today? It's a Saturday in, in about to go in, you know, it's the middle of summer, like uh, or about to be summer. So like for that you gotta do a little extra. Uh, either way but hey welcome what's going on not much yeah you got some new covers it's good because kyle's got all your covers that he's going to pull out to show us and share yeah. just as he takes yeah. a break great we got some new covers uh we got all sorts of stuff happening coming up too in the next few months yeah yeah we're gonna go over some of them actually kyle has one of his back screen uh that looks pretty dope already um Oh yeah, he had that Department of Truth number yeah, ten. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Oh, you guys were talking about uh, Ahsoka. We did. I just picked up a Ahsoka Clone Wars Shire. one today. Oh, did you? <laughs> Which one? Uh, the clone, the regular cover. Regular cover, cool. Yeah, yeah no, dude, that's a big, that's that's a big book. What are you laughing at, Solo? <laughs> Travis is stupid. Ahsoka, sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. There you are, Kyle. All right, Kyle. So look, we got the Hive guys here. We're here talking about good. Hey, I hope you got a good price on that, by the way, for the Clone Wars one. It's getting yeah. tougher and tougher to get good prices. Well, on. we, you know, bought a raw. It looks probably nine six. It's got a little smudge on it. We'll clean it, press it, and it was nine hundred bucks. I thought that you was good. I know, and you know, I've talked about it a bunch of times too. The prices of nine six. It's interesting. Like for the longest time, it was like nine eight or bust on anything. You know, above bronze and stuff like that, and now it seems like there's a big market. The mar the, the the percentage difference between a nine eight and a nine six is shrinking as the days go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
I mean, it just really is. The nine six is is doing pretty good. And I don't know if that's just because people are buying nine sixes, trying to crack them and resubmit, 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 which I bet you some of it. But at the same point, and then they don't mind because they think in their head they're getting a nine eight. But I think part of it is that like the nine eights are so expensively out of reach that when you look at it, and now instead of being like an eighty percent gap, you're getting down to a sixty percent price gap between the two of them uh, for the grade seems to be a little bit more feasible for people to buy a nine six. Cause at that point you're still buying like a near mint either way. So yeah, either way, but that's just my, okay. Well, Kyle, a lot what? of people are submitting those uh, newer, newer comics, you know, a lot of the moderns and a lot of, I mean, people are getting them and just fast tracking, boom, send it, send it, send it. So I think they're trying to slow down some of that inventory as well. Make it grading harder because they're seeing so many of them. So it's slowing it down. Next Please. time, just send a report in with why you think yours should be graded faster. <laughs> and as long as you have a good stance, oh Jesus God, this should be. <laughs> I'm not sending you shit ever. Just so you know, <laughs> that's fine. All right. All right, we've got the awesome hive guys on. So, once again, you guys sent me covers to uh, make a slide out of, and holy shit. You guys, once again, I always have to say this every time I'm on here. Which one would you like to start with? Make the big screen, man. You shut your mouth, Greg. Um, <laughs> you should start with the, something that's killing the children, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. I love it. That's a great cover. When does this go on sale? Tonight? Today? What? Next Saturday. Oh, thank God. It's not sold out 2, then. 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're actually going to be selling it in um, in sets with that Department of Truth number 10. That's a smart play. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it. Wait. you know what's really cool about this cover is all that Italian on this cover uh -huh. is, is the premise of the book. That's cool. So you said well, you're selling this in sets with the 10? How much is yeah. that running? What's it running for those? Two? What's it running for the sets? What are we thinking? Ooh. I don't think oh, we yes, know yet. You tell us. You tell us what what yeah. uh what. <laughs> Do you guys draw these covers? No, 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 no. no they you get awesome the artists to do it for them. So who did the work for this? This one was Sheldon Bueckert. That's really cool. The, her hips are really good. Like the anatomy is actually really, really, really good. Yeah. There's pretty pretty spot on. What is going on. Yeah, Michael. if you get the proportions wrong on a Vitruvian man homage, that's kind yeah. of a, that would be a big no-no. I was just <laughs> going to ask. I, I figured Marco would know the answer or you guys would. I could not remember for the life of – I am having more brain farts tonight. I mean, if they stunk, this room would be uninhabitable. <laughs> it uh, say the name of this original piece again. Vitruvian Man. Vitruvian Man. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a great. It's a great homage, man. I love it. This may yeah, be one, really one cool. of my probably the most favorite cover uh, of something's killing the kids that I've seen. Thank Children. you. Thanks. Appreciate that. There's some cool ones out there for sure. Really good ones. So what was it like? So you got a proof of this and you were like, so did you have any inkling of what he was going to do? Um, no. No, not really. Um, 
But I mean, we've had this cover, we've had this cover done and approved by Boom since November of last year. <laughs> How okay. hard is it to keep secrets like this? Like you, you've got to say. I want to tell everybody and they're like, are they like, you can't do it yet or. Yeah. The, the trick is, is uh, both Jonathan and I have horrible memories. So after about a month, we just kind of forget it exists anyways until it gets close to when we can show it off. So that helps, you know? Oh yeah. We've got that cover. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right, Ed. I should. I, I got to think something. Gink, ginkgo, bol, bola, or whatever the hell that stuff is, or some coconut water, something. Coconut Ooh. water. <laughs> you want some more water. iron, you can drink some coconut water. I don't think that's going to do anything for the noggin, brother. What's <laughs> You guys have this cover? Yeah, that one's on sale right now. Um, that's Maria Key cover. And it's for a book called Cherry Blackbird by Scout Comics. Um, it's an awesome story. It's it's super filthy too. <laughs> awesome, it's got that's boobies on the cover. cover. That's awesome. actually a very famous guitar. Yes, yes it is. <clears throat> Go on, Solo. Explain. <laughs> That is the guitar that George Lynch had made when Dawkins did uh, the theme song for Dream Warriors, the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Dream 3. And then he had that made for the video. He ends up dropping the guitar and it comes to life. There's a skeleton comes out of it, blah, blah, blah. Very famous from back when I was but the wee lass. Would you say it makes it in top 50 most famous guitars, recognizable guitars of all time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wake up. I would say it was in the top fifty of people my age. You mean old as fuck? Hey, I was walking to school uphill both ways, six in foot snow. of snow, and a polar bear jumped out. All I had was a spiral notebook, <sighs> and that's how I got that rug that's on my bed. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. Where's Marco at? <laughs> what so cover that, is this one? This picture is for uh, Cult of Dracula number three, also by Maria. Sold. Yeah. That's the um, that's just the the regular version. Um, there's one that's a lot brighter that we're putting on the metals, the metal covers. I kind of like this the muted the muted colors on this though. I really do like yeah, this me too. one too. Who was who? Who uh, was the artist on this? Maria Key. Okay. She, yeah, she's uh, she's fantastic. She, her work's amazing. I don't think she's quite caught on with uh, everybody yet, but I think she will eventually. Yeah, we got oh, some bigger, colors. bigger, more mainstream po projects for her coming up that we Is can't really talk about torn yet. Apart? Surprise, but, but uh. She'll be uh, she'll be in everyone's everyone's mind here in a few months. So, so watercolors are fantastic. Yeah, I yeah, like, she's, like she's being like she's being like torn apart from everywhere. Like, it's yeah, awesome. I like I like covers too, like this, where you can kind of still see the process where the process comes through. We're gonna talk about this for one of the Joker covers we're gonna talk about later, but I really do like seeing the layers to this and and kind of picking it apart as opposed to being like one continuous polished piece of being able to kind of see the process in there. It's really nice. 
And I like yes. the way that she used that red for almost an outline kind of background to really help, you know, contrast the background from her and make her and the and the goat head and everything just kind of really pop off with that blood red kind of dripping and just I, I like that it reminds me of the 1990s early 90s song uh b-side to informer from snow lady with the red dress on <laughs> i really want to be your man and let you into my world All hey right. i've seen him in concert yeah prison yeah. was this yeah, in san quentin yeah canadian quentin. canadian prison no there's a place here in arizona it's uh it's like a it's called uh, Castles and Coasters. It's somewhere where you can there's like roller coasters mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he actually played there live. <laughs> oh, he's the... he's relegated to playing at Castles and Coasters now. Yes, he was. <laughs> Secondhand amusement parks, you know, they're big. They're big down here in the uh, Phoenician. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yeah. like this cover a lot. I saw DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince play at the Red River Exhibition in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. It was like in the middle of this thing, like ring. And then did DJ your parents Jazzy understand? Just like rip shit up. Like, what, 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 what? It was like insane. That's awesome. <laughs> the Fresh Prince came out. They did, they did their whole fucking act. And we watched the whole thing. And then like, that fall, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air came on TV, and I was like, "Oh shit, I know that guy." That guy's like, my fucking my friend. Rex. <laughs> Man, that's that's awesome. I love this cover, though. I can't wait. This this oh, cover right here. Department of like Truth this. is dope. Yeah. Yeah, this is the best. So that's go. Do we decide that? Do we decide? Do we decide the price on this now? The comment. No, yeah. we have to get it's back. Really to it. On you guys to tell us. Yeah, I think I think for this show it should be uh, five ninety nine for both, and then like you have to raise the price after we get ours to like <laughs> to like forty five. So, so like yeah, one, it's like forty nine ninety nine. Something. So there's like that. one code for everybody that's listening right now, and then everybody else gets another code that's forty nine ninety nine. The special well, code is you wish. Up at thirty more dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is what I, I got the great plan. So this is what we do. You give it to us for uh, four ninety nine, and then after we get it, you have to make the money up that you lost on us. So then so you, you double it, it for two days. Seventy five ninety nine, seventy four ninety nine, because nobody likes the seventy five dollars. And then after you get the money back, then you bring it back down to forty nine ninety nine. Is that, that, uh, that does that work? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> damn. Damn. Damn it. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. It'll be somewhere between $5 and $49.99. Nice. So well, $49.99 it is. $49 and uh, shout out real quick. Who did this cover and where can we get all this beautiful stuff? <laughs> um, this is John Gallagher. Uh, John Gallagher cover. And you can get them at uh, hive-comics.com next Saturday the 8th at uh 2 p.m eastern time and it's gonna there i think there will be some of these by themselves yeah that's right? what i was gonna ask you are you gonna sell it all as pack yeah do we know, we don't sell, know yet. we'll Figure sell we'll sell them as as most of them as sets but we uh, like this one we did we did 700 on this one okay. yeah the other one's only 500 uh something is killing the children we only did 500 so okay. 
So at least two hundred. That's still really low, like runs. That's not. Yeah. That's not a lot. Well, no, all these other retailers are like uh, Department of Truth and Sick. They're so hot right now that they're mm-hmm. just up in their print runs to a thousand and fifteen hundred. And I think it gets rid of the collectability of it when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. Wait a minute. It's doing, <laughs> so you're doing 500 in a 700 run, and it's going to be under 49.99. He lied. Shut, he totally, shut your mouth, lie, lie, we, we literally haven't figured it out yet. But Jesus. it won't be, it won't be too bad. We're not going to price anybody out. And, and the reason we're – what was that? 40, I said you should do a forty nine ninety nine for people on this show, <laughs> and I'm talking me. I don't care about anybody else. I was playing. No, yeah, that's good, man. No, that's cool. Yeah, well, that's really good. And and go on. You were saying why you didn't want oh, to We've got so we've got a we've got a ton of covers coming out this month. Uh, we kind of you know with comics you have to work a few months ahead, mm-hmm. and and so it gets to a any given month and we're like okay. How do we schedule all these out? And we decided we wanted to pair these two together because the collector base is kind of, it's a lot of the same people. There's a lot of crossover between the two, but we knew if we sold them separate, um, people would go to buy one and then potentially miss out on the other because it sells out too fast. So just to make it easier, we're like, you know what, we'll pair pair them up. Um, But yeah, like Jonathan said, we'll have some of these available by themselves just because the print run was slightly larger. And then we'll have both available um, CGC options that can be bought separate from one another. So, and I think we're working on, I think we're working on signature series for the Department of Truth. So oh, that that's going to be, be awesome. That should be available as well. That other, the other cover mm-hmm. for Department of Truth, that's a take on that, isn't that Portuguese? Like, isn't that how much of that Portuguese cover where the dude's eating the baby? Fucking like it's like silver age, it's messed up. No, am I the only one that remembers that book? Okay, no, no, I think no, you're, right. I think you're, you're right. right. Yes, you're oh. right. Okay, so this one we're bringing back. So uh, we already sold well, we already sold out on our website for uh the Department of Truth number nine with this the baby eater cover. But Image Image hit us up and said, Hey, we're gonna be doing uh volume one. And we're only allowing a few retailers who've done some of our Department of Truth covers to do a Department uh, Department of Truth volume trade paperback. And so we're going to do 300 of 300 of Volume One, so issues one through five with this with this cover again. Oh, nice. So, and we're, we're going to try to do something a little different with it too. We'll we'll see if that works out. Yeah. But it should be pretty cool. Cool. Like a giveaway to Kyle. Dude, <laughs> stop, stop mooching, dude. We're still thinking about that. <laughs> don't don't spoil the surprise, Kyle. <laughs> leave yeah, this, uh, this cover so perfect for that book. It's yeah. yeah. That, that character is such an interesting like villain that they're building up on there. It's fantastic. Leave the whole book black and white except for everything that's on there that's food. Put color in that. And just leave <laughs> the rest of it. That'd be great. So the baby, right? Because the baby's food. No, no, absolutely. Leave the baby <laughs> black and white. No, you should do the baby in color and then baby like a little turkey. A little turkey color. <laughs> and a little baby. Turkey color. Oh, good lord. 
Do, hey, I don't know if you guys caught it earlier, but uh, Solo Lookie wants to come out with a comic, and then he's going to polybag a piece of his beard in there. So remember when you're that's taking advice from him. That's what happened at That's his now idea. Storytelling. <laughs> that's his idea. Okay. They asked me if there was a poly polybagged comic that I was involved in. What would I put in the polybag to send out? And I said I'd put a beard hair in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I said. You said the exact Who same thing. Who doesn't <laughs> want a Solo oh, Lookie beard okay. hair? Okay. <laughs> no, this is a cool cover though. I can't wait to see. I'm just trying to think about what the color, like. There's could be so much that you could add color to it to just be dope. What if the gravy's blood? Well, the red, the red, the red, and throughout this this whole run is very symbolic, and everything that's red in there, from the yeah. woman in red to that. So okay. anything red is great. I think you'd have to do something red. So you do the red cherries, and maybe the cherries, yeah, red. Everybody thinks it's gravy, but it could be like. He could be, you know, he could be pouring blood on top of the baby. So the gravy would be blood, not not gravy. And then just <laughs> no. Is that not, am I giving it away? What's going on? Oh, sorry, we're not taking notes. That's all I'm okay. saying. <laughs> <laughs> baby gravy, make it red. No, we're, we won't be changing. We won't be changing the cover at all. No, no, it's great. One of the no, things about the Barbara Truth baby gravy on any cover. One of the things that the Department of Truth does so well is they do these very like um, 1980s punk rock um, style. They used to have the um, the show ads. They'd be all black and uh, black and white, and then people when they put them up, they would put color in them by hand. And Department of Truth really kind of recreates that a lot, and I think this pays a nice homage to that. It does. This artwork is this nice. cover is awesome. I'm super excited about this one. I like John too. I like it. Yeah, I, I, you should you should see the three coming after that one. Yeah, yeah. I f I feel like this is an homage. Isn't there another cover where the view is up boys, and there's boys? The boys. The boys. Hmm. Oh, that's what it is. That's yep. What are you coming out with the Hive comic uh, credit card? <laughs> <laughs> so that my wife's looking at me and shaking her head. No, these guys have cool yeah, covers. It's just the way it is. You're you're not the only one that's asked. Uh, hmm. We we we've been asked if we had the ability to incorporate a pay over time type software to the website. We don't, unfortunately, but we have actually had people ask. Um, but yeah, so you're not you're not the only one asking. If we ever figure it out, we'll let you know. Cool. We won't let your wife know, but we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's that's a true friend right there and a hell of a salesman. <laughs> we'll we'll label the box housewares. Yeah, exactly. Housewares for Kyle. Uh, when does this one come out? Which one? That one? Yeah. Next Saturday. So and then this one is next Saturday as well, the eighth. That, that's out right now. That's right now. That came out today. Oh my god! Hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> I gotta go on. It's Department of Truth and Something's Killing the Children. That is that the two pack that that's yeah. just gonna be fight. You got that's not gonna be up there long. That's gonna be done quick. Oh. Yeah, it should go. I should know. Go I'm, I'm, you gotta tap into I'm, the library internet for that one. <laughs> what is that? What's that? They're all great covers. What's that? Right, this one. No, that I like that one. That one's like shit. What was that one? I missed it. It's got boobies, of course. We're all dudes here. Yeah, nice. That one's on. That one's on sale right now. 
Um, that's for a book called Cherry Blackbird. Oh, okay. Hey, Solo, is that a famous guitar on there? Uh, yes, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it is. Thank you for asking, Travis. This is actually a well-known guitar from around my time as a teenager. Uh, so a little bit younger than Marco. He was probably in his 20s at that time. And um, that is a guitar that George Lynch had made. A very famous, wonderful guitar. Brings back very fond memories. All great covers, though. No, they were. They're really good covers. They Thanks, guys. You, you, you just they do. continuously. De- you just hold on. I got to get back to that. Uh, something's killing the children. That. Yeah, I really like. Love it. Mm-hmm. You guys have done a great job with your covers. Yeah, the chat likes it too. I mean, it's not just us. Everybody loves the covers. So hey, um, if anybody is ever inclined to you know love all of our covers we do sell monthly boxes hey Um, that's a good idea yeah we have a we have a box that's live right now it it'll include every book that we pre-sell in may Mm -hmm. and it's um this month's box a little bit more expensive because we have 10 books that are in there um but it's 185 dollars and free shipping yeah like that even in canada uh, no, if you're in Canada, it's like double shipping. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like yeah. I think like $25 or something. That's not bad, though. So it's a little bit more expensive. Was it normally run in a normal month? What's the box cost typically? Because you said I think, I think or... between $150, $165. That's yeah. That's cool, man. That's a great yeah. way to do and it. For Greg, it's $400. That's way better than having to sit online and try to snipe other people. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's so, I mean, we sold, I think we sold around 30 of them so far, something like that. And, um, you know, all of those guys automatically get a Department of Truth number 10 of Something's Killing the Children, 16. Um, both those other books that you just saw and a bunch of cool ones that we haven't, we haven't been able to show anybody yet. Yeah. Um, we pretty cool can though. show them here right now if you want. Not without getting in trouble. (laughs) Not without getting rolled, we can't. (laughs) Nobody's watching. It's all right. You can show us. You guys guys do it at the beginning or end of every month that you have that box. It's usually the last day or two of the month, and we run it. um, We usually only run it up until the first sale date of, of that month. But since the sale date for this month was the first of the month, we decided mm-hmm. we're going to keep it going until uh, until like the seventh or eighth, or until we sell out of them. So, okay. How many do you normally have? Like two hundred, a hundred, fifty, ten? We usually list about fifty to a hundred, and then um, they never sell out. We always we always end up cutting it off before they sell out because it hits that date. So, what were you going to say, Marco? The something's killing the children. The um, the skit cover that came out this week. Um, did you guys get a bunch of those, or what? Wasn't there something with you guys with that, if I recall? Yeah, this one. Yeah, that one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dope. Oh, hold on. Wow. Are you? Do you guys get how? What was your guys' deal with that? Are you guys selling those, or you give? Um, I, I honestly, I thought we'd just toss them in with people that bought the monthly boxes. So we'll probably just toss them in there. 
And that's how it's done, boys and girls. You heard that. Okay, there you go. That, <laughs> so if you're looking for those, because I know there's a lot of different ways people were do, dealing with those. Uh, my LCS was pretty cool. If you had bought the one and two or whatever they were giving it to you for free, but I know some people were trying to sell them. So you have the monthly boxes. There's another reason to go buy those monthly boxes. Get a couple of those in there with you. We do only have we do only have a limited quantity of those, Obviously, so unfortunately, yeah. we're not going to get them into every box. But right. um, I think we've, early. yeah, we've got like 50, 50 or sixty of them, oh. so we'll get them in the first fifty or so boxes. And um, cool. yeah, nice dude, that's nice, awesome, that cool nice little bonus. Yeah. All right, Kyle, what do we got? Thank you very much, guys, for coming oh, on, showing us your new your new uh, covers, man. Those are you guys are those always are knocking it out of the park with those things. Tell our listeners again, uh, real quick, where they can find you and where they can order all of your incredible boxes and covers. Yeah, so you can uh, order them at hive-comics.com, um, and we do most of our most of our sales drops are on Saturdays at two p.m. Um, occasionally on a Wednesday, just at a random. And uh, this Wednesday, yeah, we got a book this Wednesday, and then uh, yeah, check us out there, absolutely. Wow, which was this uh, Wednesday again? Which was this Wednesday again? Wednesday is uh, we didn't, I didn't send it to Kyle, but it's a Black Friday number two Alan Qua connecting cover. Nice, um, those covers are nuts too. His, I love his like insane, uh, just the detail and how much he puts into a cover, it's just bonkers. That's cool. Right, but, yeah, those will go on sale. Wednesday. Yeah, I saw this. Cool, perfect. Um, we have got what do we have coming up here, Kyle? Do we we've got reviews and we've got Joker Five, don't we? Mm-hmm. And as always, guys, you're welcome to hang you're out muted, as sure. long as you would like to hang out and and cool. jump in here and make rude jokes and and Kyle, you're still <laughs> muted. Blow farts and laugh about it and have a good time. I'll hang <laughs> out. As long as you're opening uh, toys later. I already opened a box. You missed it earlier. Dang it. He did. Damn he opened it. a box. It was actually pretty cool. It was pretty um, dope. It did take we'll a while. Hang out for a little bit. All right, cool. He did get some hair. He got some hair in his box. I'm going to jump out, guys. I, I Thank you so much. All right, Greg. Joey, yeah. thanks for coming, Greg. Right, Greg. Greg. Greg, make sure you get... I got to send that. Oh, well, fuck Somebody it. Give me a zip. Out. Yeah. Yeah, all right, whatever. Somebody tell you that just four Canadian not, waves, blah, blah, blah. not here, not here, not here, not here. All right. Uh so what are we doing next? Are we let's are we doing Joker five and then we'll do reviews after that? Let's do jokers. I think the let's Joker covers it. Hit the theme song, Kyle. Oh yeah. Do we do the drinking theme song yet or no? Let's do it. I got a feeling this is going to be a big segment for the drinking as, game. As you're as you're saying, solo, good stuff. All right, who wants to go first? Good. I think we go solo. Solo is a good one solo. to start with. All right, solo. Can you bring oh, up your do Joker? Yeah, do Joker. Right. Can you bring up your? Let's see if his computer explodes. Get, get the get the guinea pigs going here. Let's go. Yeah, this is. Uh, so <laughs> as always, I um, you know, I cheated a little bit. So I have two two honorable mentions. 
<laughs> I I'd do it. I'd do it just for Marco. Hold on. We don't really care about his. We're just gonna skip him. <laughs> is, he, is he? Hey, maybe if you didn't do the honorable mentions, you could have just like got him up and going already. Though, I mean, I'm just trying to help you uh, out here, dude. If I don't, if I don't make him wait a little bit. All right. So, what I got here? First honorable mention is I always wanted this to be a cover, but it's not, and it's just. Good and bad. I had to throw it in here because I think it's one that a lot of people forget about. Spawn and Batman. So you got the Joker and the Violator. Wait, Last time out. Work. Did you just say this isn't a cover? It was going to be. <laughs> and they decided not to do it. I told you it was, it was going to cheat a little bit. It's all right. It's all right. So uh, I moved on to the next one. I had to give this a mo- honorable mention just because this I grew the high school that I went to. If if you attended that high school, the art room right next to the door of uh, Mr. Jackson's art class, this was painted on the wall. Uh, one of the students oh, really? did it, and so all my years of high school, this is what you saw at the end of the art hallway and. It's just a great book. It's iconic. It's just a classic, which is why I made it an honorable mention instead of one of mine, because I felt like it was kind of a gimme as a top five. This one, I do believe Mm -hmm. there was several of these. There was a Teen Titans and Suicide Squad and a Batman. You're right. I always thought this was such a great idea where you had an actual mask that you could cut out and and put it on, run around as a crazy kid. And what a just crazy cover. I mean, this is Essence Joker craziness. You give your kid death in the family, huh? Okay. My parenting earlier, and he's the one giving his kids death in the family. Let him run around <laughs> like Joker. Just point that out real quickly, people. Okay, fourteen that lives with us, and my actual children are seventeen and eighteen. So, yeah. Uh, next one, classic old school Batman sixty six. I like that one. I love. <laughs> this cover there's so much color color and the mm-hmm. way it just everything ties in yeah, just this this book is quintessential batman joker cover i love the totem this is pole. great what i like about this one too is robin's gonna have to to maybe catch that totem pole before batman gets his hands on that too so he's really got a chance to show off his strength on here absolutely he's i mean he does look pretty robin buff would like to catch that totem pole huh he could you could tell that Robin did not miss leg day and he looked like he didn't miss turkey day either. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman's got like a Batman's got like a life L chest on there. I like this. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Just a classic cover. I mean, who doesn't love that one? This one is one you don't see very often, and it's one of my favorites. It's that whole King Queen playing card. Um, I love Gixelplex, and a lot of people don't refer to them or, or talk about them or bring them up. It's it's a villain I don't think we hear nearly enough about. It, I think they should always throw them in the Superman movies. 
I, I don't know why they haven't. Maybe it's too hard to use him as a, a villain in the movies. I don't know, but he's. I always thought he was a great villain, and seeing him and Joker battling like this on on the cover is just. I think it's iconic. I love it, and it's so clean. I like how they included Harley in it too. Yeah, on, on the staff looks great. I do love it. It's just a, a real clean cover. I've always really enjoyed it. Now, this one, I've always looked for this. I saw this like two years ago, and I think that it was done on a blank cover <laughs> and was commissioned. And I love the homage of it because I never thought about it. And the way the Joker is holding the bomb up, like Luke Skywalker holds the lightsaber, Harley in, in the Princess Leia pose, Batman as, as Vader. I just... It looks this, like a commission I, piece. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it looks like a high is. school color pencil. It is a like commission a piece. Yeah. I will always look for this book. If you guys have it, I am interested in it. For one person? I want this cover, this book. I, I want it. It is amazing. But most of all, you could probably just commission one, the guy to do it for you there. His name's right I, at I, the bottom. I'd do it. If anybody has any kind of information on this, I would love to yeah, find out. Yeah, it's by a guy named Bert Gixelplex. Bert Gixelplex? I like yeah. him. He sounds amazing. Jesus but Christ. my all-time favorite Joker cover is the soon-to-come-out 2021 Solo Wookie variant Joker <laughs> number one self-titled. I gotta give you gotta give the man a hand. Look at that Solo photoshopping on there. Wookie variant. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. You look like if that the island of misfit toys had their own Santa Claus, that's what that would look like. <laughs> that's yeah. what it would be, right? Yeah. All right. Well. That was something. Travis, that was something. Travis, will you bring us? Will you please set us back? I have, right okay. All right. So I, I pick. I mean, time out. How many of those books were actual books you could buy? Because like, <laughs> like well, I I have two, and one of mine is a controversial one. So I don't want to go next and follow that because one of them. No, do yeah, I mean, All right. Okay, okay, there was like okay. he actually had one book that you can actually buy. The rest <laughs> That's of them not were not true. Not real books. Well, All I mean, right. the dark and the family, I guess, was too. So too. All right. Go All ahead. right. Is that coming up there on you guys? Yeah, here I put it up for you. Okay, so uh, this uh, Jacques cover here on the uh, Year of the Villain, they had, I guess, like three different varieties uh, of this this variant. I think it was, what, Phantom Planet variants? They had like a, a three set. I really love this. We were talking earlier about seeing the process, uh, and I love that about Jacques, is the, seeing the process, the layers, just the layering in his art. Um, and... Yeah. If you ever like in witches, they do like in the trade of witches, they really go through that process and they, they break down all his layers that he puts in there. And here you can really see all these layers come out in, into one piece. And I think it's really good. I don't know if I had to pick my favorite. I like the, the word bubble one, but this one with the, uh, um, I guess it's like doves coming out is pretty, pretty dope. Is it? Yeah. Bats. Yeah. That makes sense. I was like doves. Yeah. Bats makes more sense. But yeah, really great, great layering on that. Um, the next one is a little bit, uh, it might fall into solos kind of categories of a book you, uh, can't buy per se. 
Uh, this was uh, that controversial cover by for Batgirl, the uh, uh, Albuquerque uh, cover that was pulled. Batgirl number four. And Kyle, you might know a little bit more about the history of this than I do. Uh, but Albuquerque did this cover for Batgirl number four, and they got a lot of backlash, so they pulled it. They said it was too misogynist. Obviously, it's like this homage to what Solo put up before, that Killing Joke cover, uh, and Albuquerque stated it as thus, but they still pulled it uh, on there, and I, I love this cover. Albuquerque, as uh, Kyle is a big fan, I'm a big fan as, as well, and I think this would have been an epic cover if it was ever, ever they pulled it because what it was symbolizing was that you know how it was assumed on the off panel of killing joke that the joker actually raped barbara oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah this is actually what they were referring to is the the fear in her eyes this was actually that people were thinking that it was actually referring back to this mm -hmm. to that I mean, it was a stretch. Yeah. I, I take it it was a stretch, but whatever. It was a cool. No, cover. I mean, I mean, I'm not to get too graphic, but there is a context here because there's no bullet wounds or stab wounds on her, but he's still drawing her mouth in in blood. That that there's a really dark undertone to that with what if you piece together what Kyle said yeah. to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay, okay. you're like, oh yeah, rat, stop, Travis, stop. Yeah. <laughs> we'll cut it off there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, that's it. You yeah. got two. Good. That's hey, that's I good. On that. I mean, yeah. you gave a regular one and a and a and a solo one, so that's good. And people mm -hmm. actually liked yours better than the solo one. So no, they didn't. Yes, it does. They <laughs> said it was just slightly under. Sure, I'll go next. Oh, good lord. So I went a little more modern with all of my books. I have a theme. There's something I like about the Joker. I love when they. They make Joker covers and he's super big smiling and you see all the teeth and everything looks, he looks super demented and super crazy. And so I, this is kind of the theme that I went with my top five. Hmm. So my number oh, five good choice, is, good choice. Yeah, the, it's a uh, 50 countdown. It was awesome. It's yeah, just a I great had, cover. I know you. I know. I know. Solo. I had I it. it. I was glad that I asked, and you were like, "No, I got that one on there." I was like, "Okay, all right, I'll, I'll pick some other ones then." Because I do. You're absolutely spot on. This book, I love this cover. One of my favorites. I, I just love when they like. I, 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 I truly believe this. I believe that the, the Joker is just like a me like. It's a muse for people, and people can just like harness the Joker and. And write and draw him so well. I just think there's something about it that inspires people, and I think that's what happens with a lot of these Joker covers. And so this is like the this the spindly uh, metaphor, like cartoonish Joker. Uh, Joker is always a good one. Like all along Halloween, you know the the exaggerated things. I, I I'm with you, Kyle. I like that that style of Joker too. That exaggerated, cartoonish yet demonic quality. Yeah, so my number four, exactly, you guys are seeing a theme, it's the Batman 614, it's the one where he's upside down, where the, the Batman is actually choking him, but it's the same thing, it's got the teeth, and he's got that demented look, and there's just something about this that they, it's just an awesome cover. My number three is the uh, New 52 Joker 1 Lenticular cover. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, I was so excited when this came out and it was such a cool book to get. I think these, I think 
it was a home run with these lunaticier covers as it was. The but villains. same thing, yes, it, the same thing at the Joker with the laugh and the teeth and and I just I just love everything that they do when when people draw the Joker like this. And I just I think it's awesome. And number two is you know this storyline is probably one of the coolest Batman storylines I think. Cool stuff's good too, yeah. And I just Batman thirty nine. It's just a great cover. It's, I I just remember reading it and just being in awe of fucking Snyder and Capullo's art. I was just it just it was blowing me away. This whole storyline. Yeah, they actually My number did a really one. Good job. I know I rag on Batman, but Snyder and Capullo really did a good job in the room. Oh, that's sweet. Yep. Yeah. This is a uh, this was a limit of five hundred, but it's a year of the villain, the Joker. Anything that's got a skull on it is cool, and the fact that it looks like he's playing him like a violin. I just it's just an awesome cover. It's and it's you know mm -hmm. it's not crazy priced. It's it's something that's easy to obtain right now. It's a really cool cover. Ray Hamlet. Yeah, exactly. So those are my top five. Pretty cool cover. Just any time that they make the the Joker, just it's. I don't know if it's super easy for them to make that him look like crazy, like because he's the Joker. But I really, like I said before, I really believe that he's like a muse for artists and writers. It's so easy for them to draw and write him. So let me get rid of my screen here. But that was my top five. Thank you everybody for participating because we don't care about Marcos. <laughs> Just play it. I'm actually kind of excited to see Marcos. I'm curious to see what Marco picks. So I love the one thing I love about the old DC and the mm -hmm. old uh, like stuff is the yellows, right? There's like two different yellows. You have like this one, which is like kind of more of the Superman yellow. Then you had a lot of yellow colors that were kind of a little Batman-ish. I also like how he had the gun was sticking up and had the gift. Like you don't see that type of, you know, they shy away sometimes with the gun. They make it a little different too. And plus, look at uh, Batman's got the O face going on there. So I thought that was kind of and his cape. I always loved his cape on this. How it's like getting sucked back into the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, you know, all these early like 125, all of them under like 200. Yeah, they have some good covers there. There's a bunch of different ones. This was the one I chose. This here is part of the Joker run. It was hard to pick which one. I like this one the best because uh, secretly I'm a big Creeper fan. Not Creeper, but like the character, the Creeper fan, which is like the knockoff Joker type thing. Um, I collect all his stuff, so I collect this cover too. There's a lot of these in this run that were pretty good, this original Joker run. Um, also, the the Joker just looks hilarious. I really got this because it's Creeper, man. I, that's why I did. I mean, I know it's Joker, but I broke the rules too because everybody else always breaks the rules on this crap. So there you go. I do not break the rules. This oh, is the other awesome. yellow that I was talking about. This is kind of more of the Batman yellow. They use a lot of it. I thought it's funny because they – um the artist is kind of making fun of the bat belt which is like batman's only other superpower is the bat belt besides being rich um <clears throat> so i thought that was kind of cool i do I like all this on mine as well marco i really love this cover a lot yeah Good choice it's cool and i think the difference in yellow was really dope too like you can see there is definitely a difference between the detective yellow and the batman yellow that they started using in like the first like 89 all the way through those um definitely two different colors yellows and really cool it pops a little bit more i think 
but that's leaning it. Yeah, this is someone leaning into their inks. Yeah, somebody already brought this up. I am not a huge fan of the guy that does this, but I do like his art. Um, this is a Neil Adams cover. I think it's kind of a classic. You had mm-hmm. to have it there. I thought it was a great cover. That guy hates zombies. The guy hates I, people in general. I almost we interviewed him and he was super cool and he was super fun to talk to. He must have been in a good mood that day or something, but he was so much fun and he he was talking about this uh Walking Dead Rick sketch that he had done. He talked about how people are stupid if they think they like zombies. <laughs> Cause they're so easy to get away from. Yeah, well, don't shake his hand because he doesn't wash them after he goes to the bathroom. So um, I wanted to put you... this cover up, and I thought for sure somebody was going to have it, so I leaned off of it because it is such a classic cover. I do love this cover. You and noticed people, that and people that? can you... buy it. People can buy it. So you said I can't put this as my choice. No, God, no. Right. Yeah. I, I like the unobtainable. <laughs> also, he doesn't treat vets the best. Okay, next is. Do we go back? Did you see him piss and then not wash was, his hands and just I, walk yeah. out? I was in the bathroom more than once when he was using the bathroom. Maybe he didn't touch the. Did he elbow the? I wasn't watching what he was doing. He was. No, no, no. You said you were in the bathroom and you watched. I was in the the physical bathroom more than once, and he had walked in one time. When it's weird because you said you weren't a fan of creepers a few minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) I was washing my hands. Listen, I was there first. I was washing my hands. He left before me. That's all I'm going to say. I'm gonna say, you know, you, you don't wash your hands. You do, people know. Maybe he doesn't touch nothing, so he doesn't have to wash his hands. Oh, he just pees his pants. <laughs> well, maybe he just doesn't touch nothing. I, I look. I don't know, man. Look, the guy. Okay, whatever. That's not the. That's not the only reason. He was kind of a jerk to a couple of vets. Um, hey, I'm and, surprised. I'm surprised nobody dropped um, Tech 880. I am too. I thought they were going to. I, I, I had it on my list. And I took it off so that Travis could use it. <laughs> I had a bunch of covers that I looked at, and I tried to pick some of my favorite, more obscure ones because I was afraid that there. I didn't want a bunch of repeats because there's. Once you start looking at all, oh, this was my number one cover. Uh, I did this one too. There's a lot of habitages <laughs> on this cover. It's like the double guns are blazing. It really is clean. It's got a lot of stuff. It reminds me of those, you know, mid. Uh, 50 plus covers and that's it okay solo looking now what were you saying that now that i've been able to finish my top five what what were you mumbling about i just it was once i started looking at the joker covers because at first i was like okay joker covers and just kind of going through in my mind and i'd get you know a few and then i started really you know pulling it up and looking at all the joker covers and how many i really really liked how many there good ones there really, really are? How many famous, like iconic ones? Um, I mean, from Detective Comics to Batman to Superman oh to just I mean, there is a plethora of freaking awesome ones. It was really hard. Okay, hey, listen, I, Pat, I get, Patrick and JJ, Patrick and JJ are here all the time. You do know you can submit. Jedi Johnson does too. He submits them. Neither, guys, none of neither, you guys did. None of you guys submitted. So if you don't like our picks. Feel free to submit something else sometimes. I got a question for the high boys on Joker covers. So, you know, uh, what's been popular is the uh, album, the music album variant covers. So if you had to commission a music album variant cover for the Joker, what would you mash up? Oh, shit. You should do the Nirvana cover. (laughs) That's your answer to every album variant cover. It's Kyle. I think. (laughs) Make a baby. 
I've got one. Abbey Road Beatles. Okay. But with different Jokers through time. As the uh, that would be cool. That's a, good one. that's a real good cut. That's a good cover. You throw well, some you know, of that yellow DC's somewhere. Having trouble. Yeah. Hey, DC's having trouble selling books. So, you know, I mean, if you guys <laughs> wanted to do a special variant, you could probably. Hey, DC, hit us up. Right, right, right. <laughs> Has anyone done like an Aladdin Sands Bowie? That seems like an go obvious go-to uh, on that, that, you know, the classic Aladdin Sands yeah. star cover on there. Mm -hmm. I'm just awesome. letting uh, Rain of Vision know that we actually don't have rules. That's Pete. That's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we well we do we we try to install them because it goes we just break them all the time it's yes okay. we, we they just get, it gets worse as we go on now we're not even putting up real covers anymore there's like literally he just gave a speech how many great covers there are that are actual real great covers and then decided to go two real covers five there's so many great you know what chat you're chat you're 100 right i was looking up joker covers back exclusive like one in 100 and they decided not to do it the tape we're why the tape so many great covers they've made so many of the great books starts off uh well this isn't actually a real cover never made uh just fan fiction pretty much but hey put it up there and by the way that time that they did star wars my number one overall also not a real cover but hey so many great joker and let me end it with one i photoshopped yeah, and that is a future 2021 exclusive. You saw it drop oh, here. Oh, buddy, great Joker cover. First, did he not so do the Loki variant? So yeah, no here rules. First, it just drives me crazy. So just appreciative. You're a little comic. Oh, scam. you know what, Patrick? I like this. The Guns N' Roses Appetite of Destruction. Take out the little do the head thing. Guns there, and you have guns right. Yeah, cost. you get the little pullback. All right. <laughs> yes we okay well yeah <laughs> oh geez all right so that's like, it like i said pete we have rules so that you can break them <laughs> that's what makes the yeah. show fun At, pete absolutely this is this is what drives me crazy here there are rules donnie this is a nom <laughs> there has to be some he would travis what would so if there was no rules this would be solo wookie Picking his nose and pulling at his beard all show while eating popcorn. Like you have and to smoking. have some. Oh no, no. That's what he does on the Star Wars show. <laughs> no, he did he ate popcorn on this show. He did. I don't want to ruin yeah. the illusion, but I don't want to ask him how long he spent on his his Photoshop cover. Dude. Oh, it took a minute. You know what though? <laughs> hey, I'll give Solo the props on this. Mm -hmm. He tried to use like the rolling PowerPoint thing, but he messed it up they were supposed to say like second runner up it says the second runner up and then blew up but it was still kind of a cool effect so good mm -hmm. job solo cool. good job on that but next you time like pick it. real covers instead of fake ones spend the time doing hey. that and maybe you'll that was four real covers I, I don't even remember how many covers you had it's supposed to be five total covers i know there was about five yeah. fake covers on there so you know i wanted to entertain a little bit <laughs> show me, me. If you guys have any cool ideas for top fives for us, feel free to message us and let us know what you'd like us to see. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right. Um, wow. Yeah, that's uh, too many rules. All right, let's review some comics. <laughs> what do we got? Yeah. <laughs> what do we, you want to start off with uh, I don't even know if I want to get back into DC after this mess I mean we ruined DC just as bad as they ruined themselves alright so, 
Kyle, do you want to get into um, Robin? Yeah, we can start with Robin. I let me let me get it going here. Gonzo's thinking top five Wookie covers. You know what Probably I want to do? Actually, you know what I want to do for the next one? I want to do a uh, top five Star Wars Insider covers, like just the coolest cover for Star Wars Insider. Have you so done the World War II covers yet? No, we didn't. Wow, that's a great idea, Hive Comics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> top five comics going out for this year for for book of the year yeah cover of the year yeah right, let me share <clears throat> are we doing it so, sorry i'm bringing it up sorry guys hmm. so robin number one i thought this was great it's it starts out with a little bit of uh a little bit of talk about Robin, about he's missing. They can't find him. Everybody's kind of looking for him. They haven't seen him in a while, so that's why it's pretty cool. You get to see Tim, and you get to see Dick. Babs, it's everybody's kind of looking for him. Nobody knows where he's at. Yeah, it's like the number one, so you got to do the exposition up front a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is he's trying to figure some shit out, and he doesn't care about anybody. So he's in a like a tough man competition, and he's trying to get. What are you guys talking about, Hive Comics? We're all Nothing curious. About about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're here making business deals while we're live on the air. That's contract negotiations with Solo um, <laughs> to, commission, <laughs> to commission his talents. <laughs> Look at they've been sitting here patiently, and they hit the number one joke of the night right there. Well done. Know, right? <laughs> so, but what he's doing is he's trying to get information. So, um, King Snake, he has to fight King Snake because he's trying to find information on the League of Lazarus. And I, I like this that they made a he made King Snake look like a like it was nothing. It was just too easy for him. He was in walk through the park. He got to knock him out. Knocks some teeth out. It was pretty great. And after that, he's trying to figure out where what his next step is. And he's actually sitting here having a conf, uh, a conversation with Alfred. And he's going back and forth. And he's kind of, you know, Alfred's kind of giving him advice, even though he's not really giving advice, he's giving himself advice. And this mystery dude walks up, gives him a coin to take a three-hour tour. To yeah, this is where we get real Mortal Kombat. Where we get real Mortal Kombat-y with the coin and the uh, the ship ride. So once the three-hour tour is done, they get to the Lazarus Island, and you know, Damien, he's a little cocky. Little, he's not a run. Uh, he's not very patient. He's ready to fucking fight. So he's like, "All right, you know, we usually, you know, kick it." I'm Robin. I'm Damien. I'm fucking a badass. I'm gonna fuck people up. Deathstroke's daughter's like, maybe you should chill the fuck out. And he's like, nah, that's not my style. And he decides to fight someone called Flatline as the first fight. And they go after it. They fight a little bit. He proves for some reason she's just a badass. And what happens is she pulls out his fucking heart at the end. First fight. He doesn't get very fucking far. So I don't understand yeah, how this is yeah. doing. Fatality. But it was actually a really cool read. It's a lot of fun to read. And uh, 
she fucking pulled his heart out. Yeah, so far that. that she pulled it out of his back and then pulled it out through his front. It's a pretty badass. So uh, Flatline doesn't fuck around, and that's Robin number one. What'd you guys think? It, I didn't see the heart being pulled out, and I thought it was good how they did it. And they it's in her it. hand. Had you missed no, that? No, I said I didn't see it co- coming. Like before this last page, like I, you know, like when you're reading the book, yeah, because they were going the back and forth, and then all of a sudden it was like, whoop. no, I, I didn't see it coming either. I thought it was going to be more of like a, a battle of attrition's. Yeah. Yeah, and they were gonna, you know what I mean? Like it was gonna, like the battle was gonna go on a book or two. But Joshua Williamson's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna tear his fucking heart out right That's now. That's why her issue one flat line is because she tears hearts out of people's yeah. bodies. Badoop, path, right? Oh fuck! Hey, no, who's, who's on interiors for this book? Go back to the cover. We can figure it out. Because they're phenomenal. It's Gleb. 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 G L E B M E L N I K O V. Yeah, I will say that he is right. It, 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 the inside of the book was good. And and by the way, Gleb, Gleb in the cover. Yeah, thank what you. you no, I he did. He he drew this very. I like I liked how he. I thought he kind of in this panel right here. He kind of drew Damien a little a little too scrawny. He's got kind of chicken legs here, but actually, I mean, the art is actually pretty cool in here. Well, the the book uses some kind of tropes that are very of the age of Damien. Like, there's a point in this book where they break into just straight manga style. Uh, And so you have that because that's, you know, Damien's of that age. He's of this generation. So he's sitting and he's reading manga. Uh, And then the whole premise of this tournament is very video game reminiscent we're going to this tournament you're going to be selected and fight this thing so they're pulling in a lot of of i guess topical teenage preteen stuff to kind of pad their story with so it, it helps kind of put this character into his age context you know, because so much for Damien, it's very easy to see him as this adult stuck in this young kid's body. And I think with the story framing arc is very video game. So that connects with that that level of age group. And then also bringing in those things like manga and stuff like that in there really helps to ground Damien in his age, which is so easy to forget sometimes with this character. Did I have age on the drinking game? Because I fucking should have. well we're all smarter now because of travis um man i broke down a a stripper earlier in a a comic book and travis comes with what with that great analogy of youth and man i didn't even think about like that that was really good all right cool it was a cool book do we want to move on to which one do you guys want next you want two moons did anybody not like this book I thought it was I good to read it. I thought it was a really great read. I yeah. thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, it would have been cooler if there was a hive exclusive for it, but you know we can't win them all. Not for two moons, yeah. Nah, yeah. <laughs> so it, here it we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah there almost was. was. What's that? There almost was. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. This is turned out to be a pretty cool book, though. It is. Not, it is. It really is. Not a huge uh, fan. So. Okay, well, hey, just like art, it's all subjective. Um, It's definitely, I I think it's definitely a lot better than, say, some of the DC stuff we're getting. I I mean, it's it's readable. I like it as far as that, but it's just not, it's not something that I continually pick up and read. Hmm. 
I actually think it's just, good. just for me. Yeah, I thought after the first one, it's kind of got a little bit better. So for, for, for where he left off, the uh, girl that he likes, whatever, had him at, at gunpoint was going to turn him in. He pretty much talks her out of it and then comes back with all the horses. And then you get the crazy guy in the red beard, who I think at this point might still be one of those demon characters. Um, but we'll see in this book. Anyways, he gets there. Uh, we cut out a portion because it gets a little rough and some of the language there is, is um, I don't know, a little off color. It's maybe. not so kind. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they go, this guy goes, hey, thanks for the horses. Here's your magical mushroom back. So we're going back to magical mushrooms, which is a theme in a couple of the books today that we're going to be going over is magical mushrooms. So I hope that's a drinking word. It's a good word. reset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they talk a little bit, say thanks a lot. So he's kind of on the Confederate side at this point or like the Confederate deserves. I really side. want to know what the Hive guys are talking about. It's driving me crazy. It's got to be awesome. Yeah, dude, they're coming up with a great idea. They this guy be. right here, so the guy's still mad about it. He says, I don't care what you do. Um, <clears throat> the main character stands by a river and sees a bunch of dead people floating in it. So he's like, hey, could I have my magical mushroom and just hang out here by myself? I mean, that's oh. what I think of when I see a river of dead people is is it's time to start tripping. <laughs> right? I mean, that's ask, what I think. He doesn't ask for the mushroom. The guy just gives it to him. He just yeah. says, "Hey, can I, was, I hang out here by the river?" And then the dude's like, "All right, if you're gonna hang out here, yeah, you I might, was kind of kind of being might sarcastic. Eat, like, Give me might want to eat some ho hos <laughs> while you're down here and watch dead floaters." Right. Yes. Exactly. That's that's the point I was trying to make there. So very good. Um. So that yeah. So then we get him gnawing away. Maybe I'm not losing my mind. Let's eat the mushroom. There we go. And they it was actually kind of cool. And then they give this page, which I love it, where the mushrooms yeah. kick in. Yeah, when well, the that's what happens to in. me every time mushrooms kick in. It was pink, a really cool page coming out of me. Absolutely, yeah. It was kind of a cool page to have. Right, then, now, this, two panels back, it, and you were correct. It does say, Marco, you, you're correct. It says, "I'm maybe I'm not losing my mind." So he eats the mushroom. Yeah. Did that find? Did you guys find that ironic at all? Yeah. A little bit. I did. I found it funny. Okay. That's all right. right. <laughs> I, I just. A little insight from from my past when when I read that I was like, oh, this is a little okay, all right. I still love the Hive guys are having this crazy meeting live on YouTube right now. We're gonna see something get made. So, anyways, uh, they in the back. Then you see the fatty come out on the horse. <laughs> he's half dead, and it kind of breaks down the explanation to him and says, "Hey, listen, these demon type characters are actually all around you." Especially they come out around war. They hide themselves in human vessels. Uh, kind of like those people that believe in liber- lizard people or whatever. And it says, like, listen, you're going to run into them. Yeah, watch great, out. You can't kill them normally. You got to kill them with, like, iron and special stuff. And then he dissipates and the trip is kind of over, but not really. Uh, this old man comes up and is like, hey, here's some food. Which is really weird because he said, leave me alone. And this dude just, like, limps over there, Colonel Sanders. And, of course, he yeah, he ends up being the bad dude. He ends up being one of these beast characters in, that's like occupying the human skin. But um, is it, or is he just tripping really hard? No, I think he's actually seen what's inside of him. What like what he no, really yeah. is. That's, that's what, what it is. He gets to see what's inside of him. Yeah. Because like he, he knows that he sees him, and that's why he's calling him. I think he calls him like medicine boy or medicine man or whatever. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So what happens? The trip actually does. When when you go back to this panel here, this is the mushroom trip is over when this guy starts to, to, to dissipate. Where is so he? you guys think that the mushroom's actually showing like the true 
self of, it's, of the it's, character. It's giving him the vision of, the of seeing what that right. person really is. He's really you not. You think the mushrooms do? Person. No, because yes. in the X-Men... In the explanation, they, this guy, when he was doing the explanation, he was saying that he has the power to see it. You just have to focus more. So oh, this is like okay, the end yeah. of the mushroom like dissipate. Well, I could be wrong, whatever. But that's how it read. Um, so then that's why he saw him originally as a human, and then he went in there because he got he's getting his powers, his two moon powers. Then the, the, the devil person taunts him because he doesn't have silver, so he starts beating him with a big stick. I'm surprised Kyle didn't have any jokes about getting beat with a big stick. <laughs> yeah, and he gets the laughing down here while he's and he's like, "Hey, just wait till all these people show up, all these confederates show up. They'll they'll see what you look like." Not realizing that only he can see what he looks like. And then here, this guy. I thought this guy was going to be the demon character, and obviously he's not. He's just a jackass. He um, is. Hits him over the back of the head with a little bit of fire, but you know every jackass gets their own. So all of a sudden he comes up with that guy's gun and starts just blazing, shooting him. And then he just starts plowing all the other guys too. There's a lot of cool like shots. Like, the eyes. This Go is good. This is like, I think this is when the matrix music starts mm -hmm. and like, yeah, it's, yeah, like it's when he's walking through the metal detectors. But I oh, like it too. because it, it reminds you, it reminds me a lot of like the uh, pre-code horror, like the crime things where like, in almost every time in those crime ones, one of the bad guys is getting shot through the eye. And Are they discussing was, the price of the what the book's going to be? Is this what's going on? Somebody's head was getting bashed in. You really are intrigued, aren't you? I am. I really want to know what you guys are talking about. They're going to remove what, themselves now. What we're talking about? <laughs> mm -hmm. They're just bullshitting about their day. Uh, hmm. No, we, we, we've got some CGC stuff we're dealing with. So. Oh, oh, okay. We understand. We understand. So then the uh, union side ends up capturing him right as he was going to try to beat the, uh, beat the head in of the silver. Uh, Cause I guess there was silver on the end of the, the handle of the gun and he doesn't get there cause the union stops him and now they're recapturing him again. And they have his girlfriend in the back room around there. Itch, I like the way you think. Okay. And that was it, that. And that was that. It, it, it's Two Moons is good. It's really worth reading. It's a little bit. I think the first issue is a little bit slow, not because we slow rolled it, but <laughs> it was a little slow. But now that once it's going, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. I, I really like that. I don't know. I just like that there's fucking mushroom trips in it. I think it's fucking cool. Yeah, I thought it was. I just thought the explanation, like it, it took till book three to, to really explain the. Um, the vision thing. And obviously we still don't have enough clarity to figure out if he is developing this power with or without the mushrooms by himself. Um, yeah, everybody I think, like, knows you get powers when you get, when you take mushrooms. Yeah. But I think it's like the, yeah, everybody's not. In, I agree with that, but I think the power, I think the power that he's getting is the vision of dead people rising up, not the demon beast taking over the human. I think like, it's like a scroll thing, like with the, the beast thing taking over where like the dead fat, bloated people and like weirdos with holes in their head. That's different because you remember in the first book, what didn't make sense was how that guy turned into a beast and started running at him. And then he shot him and he wasn't tripping on mushrooms when he saw him as the beast. That's the only reason why I don't think it's a mushroom. That's that's mm. giving him that power, but who knows? Maybe it's a different, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, after that, we've got this one. This is a good one. Anybody have any special covers for this? Yeah. No, no, just a bunch of, 
you get to see uh, fallopian tubes in this one or something, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I put the fallopian tubes in there. So it goes back where they're still doing the interview where he's rehashing, but he gets to tell his story. Uh, and there's some like sex with gods going on here. Uh, mm-hmm. real no quickly. book is complete without it. Yeah. So she, it, they it's are like picking the, mushrooms. They were pick. The theme of mushrooms goes on. She picks mushrooms. She starts to eat some mushrooms after she smashes them together. Uh, she goes into a cave, and the next thing you know, in the bottom right hand corner, you get a little. Um, Getting it all. And there, it, yeah, I guess there is fallopian tubes. I didn't cut that out. Very good. All right, good job. Very good. And there's something going into the fallopian tubes. You know what's going in there. <laughs> And the next thing you know, she's pregnant like that, <laughs> that night. Quick. Wow. That quick. It took a whole two moons. Uh, and then that. 60. Yeah, whatever. Good yeah. job. What's that? It's a good job. Yeah. And then after that, uh, he's like grown already in like 60 days and he's putting his hand into the fire and the whole tribe then thinks maybe he is something special. Now, that, now his original tribe was getting like ran over. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. So he starts eating a wolf at one point because he figures like that's what he's going to do to build his hunger. Then he busts this kid's head and like tears off his arm and nobody has a problem with that. But I, is he I a fucking know. vampire or what? It's crazy. It's cool stuff though. It read well. Oh. Um, so they end up starting having him attack bears and he attacks the bears. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for that fun fact. Um <laughs> So they have attacked bears with like no weapons and he eats the bear's heart, gets injured, and they find out that he's got the uh, Wolverine healing ability. That's what this page is about. Um, okay. Well, anyways, so his um, tribe, get all the other tribes in the areas always come in and they pretty much just rape, pillage, and steal from his, um, from his camp. And they do it year after year. His teacher dies. He wants to fight him back, but eventually he hasn't. Eventually his parents have a little powwow. After he rips a cheetah in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That, that just made the book. Yeah. Anytime never you can rip a fucking cheetah in half. He's pretty much <laughs> talking about how he's not scared of all the other tribes coming in. And then he, he rips just a cheetah in half. It. Yeah, and then he rips a cheetah in half, which is dope. Um, after that, they go a little bit back, and she kind of asks him, she go. She, the doctor's like, well, you know, we really, the U.S. government really appreciates you. Like, we're you're such a great patriot and everything else. He's like, yeah, whatever. I've done this forever, man, and I don't really care. It's just kind of like my skill. I have a certain particular, certain particular skill, and I can do it. He does a flashback. He says the only time I really felt alive. Isn't that from a different movie? It is. Yes. Okay. Just making when, sure. When these tribes came in, and that my parents finally <laughs> let me go to war. They pretty much made fun of him, uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm a little kid. And then he goes, John Wick on him. Mm -hmm. Well, he goes, whatever. I mean, medieval John Wick. I like how he throws a spear through the horse, through the dude. That's That's awesome. And then he uh, half splits his mouth. Always good. He kicks this dude's spine out of his back. Who? Yeah. I mean, seriously, the people. A lot of good spine this. work on this book. In the first yeah. issue, there's some good spine work as well. Yeah. As he's got like a thousand arrows in his back, man. I mean, it's just great. I mean, whoever Creepball is writing this is doing a great job. I mean, this, just this come is up a, with this stuff is just—it's messed isn't up. Isn't Keanu part writing in on this? Keanu Reeves. He does. 
You think Keanu Reeves is kicking people's spine on the back? Maybe. I don't yes, know. Yes, I do. He, you think he it's his idea? Like, we need to, like, kick the spine. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. Let me say, I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> he says, I'm an FBI agent. He, like, punches through one guy's head, and then he his head gets stuck, and he rips the head off of another guy, which is kind of cool. A uh, bunch of head ripping. Perfect for this book. Exactly what you're expecting out of it. Whoa. 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 Another spine through this. Another stab spine. And then he is that a foot? What does he do with the eye? I, he takes the guy's foot, right? And, or is it his hand? He takes something and shoves it in the guy's eye. That's great. More eye shoot. In. And uh, jaw or something. Yeah, it looked like a horse jaw. Bottom of a horse jaw. Yeah, nice. And then he pretty much tells the 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 lady for the government, like, yeah, dude, that was the last time I was happy when I had a parent and was uh shoving moose or shoving horse shoving moose and where? Yeah. So we're, way, the, we're at the second issue of this book, and one of the things I like about it, it's you know, it's ultra violence on there, but the second book, I think we have this immortal character, right, who can't die, who's just able to just kind of run roughshod over any kind of uh, enemy, but what we do here, it, it does uh, set up a nice conversation between like the Neanderthal and all of us. Like no matter how civilized we get, we are attached to that Neanderthal DNA uh, that's in there. <laughs> and what would happen? I love how they take him all the way back. It wasn't like he got his powers in the 16th century. It was all the way back. So all that pr primal Neanderthal instinctualness is there, and then it's hyperbolized by the fact that. It's a gift from the gods. But what I really like is the juxtaposition of the how the government's using that. Uh, it's it's an interesting commentary. Could be an interesting commentary on, on how civilized societies use soldiers and they, they, they have them draw from like their basic instincts in order to be these instruments for their society. So I like how we're pulling this character who's been doing this since the, the beginning of time and now we're using it in there it's just like this really interesting way of, of looking at it could be a commentary on that i mean they could take it in different directions but there's there's still a lot they can do on that so it has echoes of a lot of other immortal badass kicking protagonists but i think they're kind of going in a, in a very defined direction that could be cool my only thought was like, how come he he got so old so quick, and then like two weeks he's born, and and the bitch is still around in like 2020 when he was a caveman. Shouldn't he be dead by now? That's all I was thinking. Like he should have aged out, right? Healthy living. You didn't see the last ep the last <laughs> movie of Twilight? No, the the vampire stopped growing at like 20 something. So th so this is what we're doing now. We're gonna name <laughs> other stuff that Marco didn't watch, huh? Okay, yep. <laughs> Because, you know, Twilight, that seems like something I'd be watching. <laughs> what? I mean, you, know that, you know that shiny Pokemon card that you just bought? Yeah. Well, it's like, well, in Twilight, they have shiny vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about shiny vampires, but like, what? I, what? Yeah. Okay. Am I missing out here? Is this something good? No. I thought it was yeah. a tween, tween yep. girl. You should go watch it, Marco. Watch you should it totally tonight. watch it. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I think I'll be okay passing on that one. Watch all of them. <laughs> Just wasn't it? Wasn't it just like a, it was about a girl who dates vampires, right? That's what it was. But like, and not, not many. She didn't like go around the block with vampires. And she teases oh, a, a wolf dude. A wolf and dude. She teases a werewolf. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, the, coolest, the coolest thing about the whole series of movies There's is nothing cool about on their so staircase. Nothing. They have this giant frame 
And in it is like all the different graduation hats, you know, the cap from the cap and gown when you graduate and it's all different colors. And it's probably one of the coolest pieces of artwork I've ever seen. It's fucking amazing. And it's the best part of all the freaking movie. That's how what? bad it is. All right, I'm removing. Well, I mean, I, I watched I watched True Blood, so like I watched some of True Blood at least a couple. I think I watched. I only watched it to see Naked Rogue. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So like, is it is it on the same level as True Blood? Because if not, I, I mean, it, I've oh, already no. covered that. No, no, <laughs> True Blood's way better. And no, all right, so I'm good. I'm good. That's, was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, it wasn't good. No, but there's some nice. True Blood was nice so good. There's what some nice made True too. Blood good was nakedness. Yeah. yeah. What what I said was. True Blood you was way forward. better, and it still sucked. Sucked blood. Okay, so well, there we go. True, uh, true and have a good night. No, 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 no. We got, <laughs> hey, we, we're not. We've skipped out on this book for two weeks in a row. We got Our enough skin, thumbs yes. up. We had got enough thumbs up. They finally read it. We are not going away without this book. I love this book, man. I actually read it. I read it last week twice again because I thought we were going to get a chance to go after it. It, and, and yeah, the covers. Hold on, we'll pull that down. Go back to that again, Kyle. Oops, let's go, Kyle. The covers that they're doing with this, like they got the one where you can stare in it. They got the glow in the dark. So dope. I just keep buying all of them too, man. I just that's the glow in the dark, right? And the one that I have is the one where you stare in it, and then if you look at the lights or whatever, you can. Uh, dang, I don't know how to get back to that one. Oh, there we you go. get. You got to eat mushrooms first, and then yeah. Then if you stare at this, and then then look away. away. Yeah. Dude, I love all the gimmicks. I'm buying all the gimmicks here. It's great stuff. That's what I was doing, staring at covers, '90s covers with mushrooms. Um, but <clears throat> all right, so it starts off with these two people in uh, suits and hazmat suits, and they're like, "Man, we got it. There's still high radiation. We're looking around. Tell me a story or whatever." And they're like, "What about the guy that glows?" And they all these nicknames. Um, and he goes, come on, just tell me the story. He goes, all right, I'll tell you the story. And then he says like the guy's name and he says like, but he, it was all about his family. And then they get into it. They do the flashback, which is probably like 20 years before this. The old man is just crazy. He's like, come on, Tracy, let's go. They're about to drive nuke on it. There's this dog. Once again, we've had this conversation about pets. Like, do know if, if the dog is outside yapping at the nuke, uh, solo Wookie's the only one trying to go get him. I'm just, I'm closing the door at that point. I'm not going back. <laughs> and the reason why you don't go back is because you might run into like a, a Ken and Karen, like happened here. Mm-hmm. And Ken and Karen decide to shoot him in the leg. And they're like, yeah, they blame him for everything. They say his people created the nuclear bomb. So they're throwing oh, a little no. racist, throw a little racism in there on top of everything else. And then tell him to open the door. I'll give it to uh, Geiger here. He just is like, hey, listen, tell his wife. Tracy, you shut that door. You stay in there. And too bad. So sad. They're not reopening it. I'm saving my family. Good for you, brother. Right. Um, real stand Not a strong debate, but you could shut the door. Yeah. Uh, so then she gets angry, and now she kills the dog. So she's going to have to die, obviously. So it just dawned on me. You'll give up? your children $300 Pokemon cards, but you won't save their dog knowing they're going to be locked into a <laughs> cellar for like the next 20 years. Uh, I think having a dad is more important than having a dog, but that's just me. All right. So anyways, um, <laughs> dog so, dad coming dad. soon from Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't get the dog or the dad because here, once again, Karen decides to shoot the dog. But give it to Geiger. He's over there screaming like, hey, I don't care. You shoot the dog. You shoot me. Good luck. Or we're all going to blow up. And 
just as they're like, yeah, old man, we got you or whatever. Then this happens, which is kind of dope. Uh, you get the little A bomb. I thought the art was really good in this book too, throughout just how they did this scene. I mean, well, I don't I like, know. I like that they didn't pussyfoot around. Like they were like, they dropped it. They were like, oh yeah, too late. Boom, they it's coming. The like they didn't, yeah, they didn't slow play it. They didn't drag it out. They were just like, nope, nuked. I don't know. Jeff uh, Johns don't fuck around. Yeah, it's a Jeff Johns book. But yes, uh, I will say this. I don't know if you guys all remember, but or how old you are, but I remember in grade school we used to have to. We'd have the warning alarms, and you'd have to go under the desk. Mm -hmm. Like, that was going to save you from a freaking nuclear what? bomb. <laughs> right. Who were you born? Like, 1961? Yeah, hold on. How old are you, Marco? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. No, they still had it. They were still paranoid um, in the early in the early 80s. They were still paranoid mm -hmm. that maybe something was going to go off before the walking happened. the Cold happened. War was over by then? Well, it I mean, technically, the, the wall going down probably would have been the end of the Cold War. Maybe, but um, kind of actually, it was probably two years after that. But either way, no, they still were very paranoid in my area about about this type of thing happening. Like we had in in the schools that I went to, there was uh, the nuns believed this was occurring, so we still had it. Uh, probably, I mean, there was a shot. I mean, it was kind of at the back end of it, but still, there was a shot. So we had that type of thing. You know, you'd have your little siren. It wasn't like every day. I think we did it like twice a year, and it was probably only for first and second grade, and then after that, it was over yeah just like um, fire drills yeah it was like fire drills yep mm -hmm. uh i thought this was kind of cool because i thought the dirt was going to save him here i do like how they were wiping away the thing the people's paces um shovels in the air but then they kind of wipe him away too they do the flash forward to the 20 years later there's this group of just like scavengers going around the guy in the green's like man we're not supposed to be in boulder city because the glowing man lives there and if he finds us it's his territory these guys are like, hey, listen, uh, we're not scared of no growing man. And they show up to this wall made out of cars uh, that are crumbled up somehow. I don't quite get how he was able to – well, we'll see in a little bit. But I don't quite get how they were able to box these out. Oh. Is Americans – what's Americans? Is that about the Cold it's War a TV. Yeah, it's a oh TV show about that. It's about, it's about vampires and werewolves. No, it is cool. <laughs> but uh, what if the – and so this I thought was kind of cool too because when you think about like this type of stuff, I like this apocalyptic stuff. There's always the – or I hope that this is what this is, the organ people. There's always a group out there. Like even in like um, Snake Bliston, you know, when they were doing Escape from New York, there's the people that would ride around in, in the um, the vans and everything like that and try yeah. to like harvest or So I think ever since then, I think in every apocalyptic area, there should be organ people harvesting organs. Well, it's the like last page of the book was awesome for that reason. It showed yeah. what everybody was that they yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Way to, way to kill it, buddy. So at the top, so they're like, hey, we're not worried about anybody. <laughs> we we got to get the king's taxes. And then all of a sudden you hear gentlemen <laughs> and that's him. By the way, it threw me off here because I was like, well, maybe this is the kid because it's 20 years later and maybe the kid went out at one point. That's what I was almost thinking too for a second. Mm -hmm. but, but later you realize that Wait, it's not. Well, yeah, you go you back do. to that. If you look at the cars that he's standing on, it looks, if you look like on the bottom right corner, it looks almost like a skull with like a, a cloak hood over it and then like a shoulder coming I down. See, I see where I, I see. I see what you're putting down there. So. I must have looked at that that picture for t 10 minutes trying to figure yeah, out if they Robin did that on, on purpose or not. Because it's a really, really cool, like, subtle, almost like image. 
that maybe I think they did on purpose. Is, so the edibles are working. Um, next, <laughs> there was a lot of. I did also like how there was a lot of like superhero posing going on, especially around this point when you reveal them. You had the up top superhero pose. You're going to get the like jump in entrance pose in a little bit too. They have some back and forth going on about uh, what they're going to do to him and what he's going to do to them. Pretty cool. And there you go. All right. Another one jumping in super superhero entrance pose. Real cool. For some reason, I always think about Jared, um, Deadpool when I see that. Then you get the kick to the teeth. Like awesome. it. Awesome. And then he starts like because his eyes kind of start glowing as he's going on. He pulls it out like they're like, you don't have any weapons. He starts pulling that out. Then his whole body starts glowing. Kind of they give you the face shot. And then he becomes the glowing man that they're referring to. Also really cool um, panel. Then we get the two-headed dog. I know. He talks to a two-headed dog. It's awesome. And it talk like he understands what it's saying. Like It's pretty well, cool. He had to get some kind of power from absorbing all that radiation. Apparently, he can crush cars into boxes and talk to two-headed dogs and glow. I mean, he's—I you know, I couldn't he's tell all his bases. I couldn't tell if he was really talking to the dogs or if he's just using that as a way, like uh, Tom Hanks Wilson football type thing, or volleyball type thing. I would thought the same thing in this first panel, but I think later on, because the dog something goes on with the dog that I think he's talking reacts to. to. Yeah, he's also got a box of dynamite now, so that's a win-win. Um, scared the guys back. This is cool because, like, then he takes it off. I still thinking, like, man, wouldn't Geiger be like way older? He's ripped. He's been counting off the days, and you're like, wow. I knew it said twenty years, but like, this dude's just weird counting out. It's days. like Botox. It must is be. He yeah. count, is he counting days or is he counting people that he's killed or had to take out? Well, he didn't. I thought he was people. counting days till he gets to see his family. How many I think he's counting. Yeah. So later, yeah. So then the next panel goes in, and he, you see him. Why he's taking over that area is because that's where. His family's still in that um, the bomb shelter, right? So he's like, they can't hear me, but I can kind of hear that they're saying "dad" or whatever. And then it flashes. Then Zangief comes from Street Fighter comes in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got to kneel the whole time. And then there's this little, and then the guy from Ga- the little kid from Game of Thrones. What was his name? Prince uh, uh, Tyrion. Yeah. No, <laughs> no the other Lancaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched that one. That was a good show. Uh, that was good as the books. Was a good show. So he's throwing a temper tantrum. He's apparently a king. It turns out it's in Las Vegas, and he's like at the. They don't call it the Excalibur, but it's supposed to be the Excalibur. He's for some reason in charge. His dad was king at one point. Now he's king. But this is the page on the right. Is what Kyle was kind of talking about. All these places in Vegas now have, you know, whatever the theme is. They definitely have somebody running the theme. They got like a Nemo character running whatever Caesars they're calling Caesars over here. Uh, you know, you got Treasure Island, you got a pirate guy over there. Obviously, we, we can figure out where the other places are too. Into I, I thought that was cool that, you know, because I, I hope they really get into everybody and it becomes like a battle event, like a battle royale. What I don't understand is like they started off with like, like they did a MGM property and MGM property and MGM one, two, three, four MGM properties. And then they did one Bailey's property. Uh, and then a yeah, Caesar property, obviously. I don't get that, but okay. Anyways, uh, that's it. Sounds good. Uh, it's a good book. I I know Kyle, uh, you were hesitant to read this book, then you finally picked it up, and you called me to tell me that it was uh, you're surprised, right? You thought yeah, I, I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait for issue two, which is good because it'll be out in a couple weeks now. Yeah, we'll review that too. So, 
Hey, have you guys, uh, Hive, have you guys figured out the scratch and sniff glow in the dark covers yet? Uh, we're still working on them. Uh, we reached out to Keanu's people to see if we could get uh, Odu uh, Keanu. Mm-hmm. Um, Keanu. But we haven't heard anything back, so. They they sent us a restraining order. I don't know if that means that we're, we're getting close. <laughs> that means you have yeah. a Keanu Reeves autograph. Right? Yeah, they're just yeah. trying to give you Keanu Reeves autograph. You're good. You're good. Well, you better watch out because uh, Geiger is definitely going with all the gimmicks on their cover and apparently on the first issue. So um, they're trying to outdo you there because I, I, that cover that I showed you that is the stare in right. That's the one you stare into and you see it when he goes away. Or is that I can't remember which one they did that on. But they have that a glow in the dark cover. They've got a throwback cover that goes back to like the Star Killer cover. They, man, there's so many covers with that book. So, I don't doubt they'll have a scratch and sniff of whatever some type of food soon. Maybe beans because that's what he's eating. Yeah, maybe oh. he was just counting cans of beans that he's eating on that back wall. <laughs> oh Jesus! So fucking tired of beans. I'm so tired. Of cans he had, of he had a huge seventy six. He had a Damn huge it. stockpile. That was something else I thought. He had a huge stockpile of food, right, for one guy. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's I have so many questions after number one that I still want answered. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess that's gonna keep me. Out it's of nice all that they 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 save the end that world building part till the end like something like undiscovered country might put that map at the beginning and then it intrigues you and you're like oh this is a big world that i'm living in it was really cool to see them hold off on that turn till the end because that really is what gets you excited for that next issue mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was agree. crazy too because it took a turn like you're you're like there and you're like okay he's got this like touching moment the book should end here and then they drop off Lann- lannister comes in there and he's like screaming and that Night guy, the guy from Street Fighter, sitting there and he's like, "Hey, can I at least get up?" So he's been holding for a long time while this painting gets done. And you're like, "What is it?" It kind of didn't fit into place, but then they start. What was the one guy's name? Jungle Joe or something like that. And they, yeah. they actually have it crossed off where it used to be Jungle Bill. Uh, you know, it, which is kind of funny. It's just kind of funny. Well, and in the end of the end of the book, if if you read to the very very end after that last page you showed, there was a little comic, a, a Jungle Joe Joe comic. Yes, there yep. was. There was. He's a robot. Yeah. FYI. Yeah, it was kind of fun. I thought it was kind of fun. Kind of neat they did that. I was. Yeah, yeah. You always talking to the dog. He's like, yeah, we've read all these books before, too. Yeah, if, if Keanu says no, you can always retaliate by doing what? By doing a <laughs> to the me, <laughs> me, me photo of him looking sad. How awesome me. would that be to like if you guys did like Berserker 4 and that's what the cover you had drawn was is him eating the sandwich looking sad? be awesome yeah, that would be pretty awesome we might have to give it a shot and see if uh, see how it goes but <laughs> oh i would be i couldn't pay enough money for that cover <laughs> <laughs> i really couldn't a nice rib sandwich for a berserker yeah. he's eating a mcrib <laughs> mcrib <laughs> i hear that keanu does has a good sense of humor and and he's a very humble man so you never know that'd be a cool one to get signed Scratch it smells like a McRib, and it smells like him because he doesn't use deodorant. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Be awesome. What book do we have next? That was all the books, wasn't it? Those all we the did books. Geiger, Berserker, tons. Yeah, we did Robin. We did them all, man. Damn, we burned through them. We burned through them quick. Thank you, quick. thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. Hey. Uh, figure drawing your comment in there, the scratch and spliff that's that's coming for the uh, 
the solo uh, solo Wookiee Hive yeah. Comics Joker variant is going to be yeah. the scratchy flip. <laughs> That's right. If you scratch <laughs> my beard, it, it'll it'll give you a nice little stank. <laughs> I can stank, always stank. open up another box and see if I can get another one of those Charizards. I I do have a question for you, Marco. Mm-hmm. Did you well. read Transformers and Ponies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, because I can't read I read... it to your kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually, did, did they like it? Because I, I actually read it this week. I went back and I read the others, but I read it this week, and I actually really found it kind of enjoyable. I, I, <laughs> I have to come out and honestly say, I found it enjoyable. Yeah, you know what's cool about it is they had two female Transformers in it, right? Mm-hmm. So like. We rate we read half and half because there's two there's also there was two uh, there's like an A and B cover then they had two variant covers after that but the A and B cover so like for the girl she chose the B cover because I think it had uh, what's the purple pony again um, oh man that she's gonna kill me I can't remember whatever that pony is but the A cover had Optimus Prime on it so he chose the Prime cover she chose the twilight sparkle twilight that sounds about right twilight sparkle cover uh so that was kind of cool and then when you actually went through it we read half for one half for the other one and they had um they had rc which is the pink one which she loves and obviously they had you know optimus in there and and on hot rod i believe was in there which is kind of cool but the storyline moves good the only thing i'll say about it was there was a point oh the bad guy in it was they called him uh murder kill or murder king or something like that and was called kill king too which I was like, eh, it's a little bit rough for their age group. But besides that, it was really good. They also introduced to her, which has probably been around for a while, but I haven't watched Transformers in a bit. They also have a green uh, female that is in there called... Man, I'd have to read it again. Whatever. But now, this is the downside to Hasbro once again. If you have this book coming out, like, what's the point of having a pony and Transformer book, right? The whole basis of that... Toys, yeah. If you're not going to promote your toy toy line and you're not going to do maybe a cartoon to help boost it, then you're losing out on revenue tenfold. I I 100% agree. I did think it was really cool the way they um, showed some of the old ones. The Insecticons, I'd forgotten all about those. And they were up in the beginning of it. And and (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, the Insecticons. Jeez, you know, I had forgot about those guys. Um, of course, it's always nice when you can see Grimlock in there, and there was a couple well, they of, had, of, of yeah, Grimlock. They had Grimlock um, in the first one, actually, on the third cover of the first one, they had him. Mm-hmm, they also mm-hmm. had some of the insecticide, but they also like all Shockwave's creatures came or um, the disc came out, which is really cool. They've yeah. done a great job of, of reintroducing all the regular figures, but adding in a couple new ones. And Scootaloo had like two ants things, so like they play mm-hmm. on um. Which the younger kids don't even catch on. I think the two ants are both her moms, though, somehow. So they actually kind of even make a joke about it, uh, which is like brilliant because it, the kids don't pick up on it. You know, like yeah. it's so weird when you think pe- what big deals people make over crap and you're like. And yeah, I it, did, like you were saying, I loved the covers. I, I, that variant cover was fucking dope, man. It was really cool. I yeah, did they enjoy good that variant that. cover. It was sweet, but all the covers really looked good. I was just curious because I actually had gone back and read it and read this week's and, and I did really enjoy it. No, it went over really well. Um, there, I give them magazine bag and boards because like just to get them to 
Plus, they put all they put the whole set in there. Sure. And they, my daughter asked for another magazine bag and board, and so I had to fork over a couple more of those. Which, whatever. I mean, at least they're trying and to take care. What of What argument did she have that got you to do that? She said, uh, "Just like I protect my other ones, I want to protect this one so that the covers don't rip off of them." Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. And Gonzo, I did hear there is a rumor. I don't know how. I mean, it's a rumor, whatever. So it's probably not true at all. But I did hear that they were thinking about doing a cartoon out of it. That would be really cool if they did the crossover cartoon. I think it would work really well, especially I think both fan bases would enjoy it. Um, whatever. Savage Savage Avengers. I haven't been reading that. Has anybody been reading Savage Avengers? I read the first two and then I put it down and I collected a bunch of the other ones and I just haven't had time. I need to catch back up on it. That's the one with Conan on the Avengers? Yeah. 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 Um, well, maybe we'll have uh, Istavan. Who's Istavan? Maybe we'll have him on. He can explain that because I'm I'm not reading. I've been trying to get Ish really to come good. on. I've been trying to get him to come yeah. on. And Ish, come on, you you go over that because I yeah I'm. It said I actually was talking to Steve Horn about this book yesterday, and I was like, I don't think I'd ever read Conan as an adventure. And I know a lot of people enjoy it, but it's just not. I think that and Twilight are two things I'm going to pass on hard. Um, I, I feel like you should really dip it your toes. Just let it tickle there a little bit, you know. Do not let that be a guilty pleasure. You, just, you just should stay away. Just, you should just watch a little Twilight. It Twilight. won't kill you. We're talking Bella, Jacob, Edward. So, are you, are you uh, yeah. Edward? Team also, Jacob. Also, uh, also a reason why not because when my uh, I'm not going to say what my daughter's name is, but it is in no way Bella is no, not a form of her name at all. And uh, when she's six months old, somebody referred to her as that. And I was like, that's the stupidest name I've heard before. And they said, well, no, it's because of Twilight. So I don't think I'll be watching that either. The, uh, my apologies to anybody whose parents decide to name me Bella. What the fuck kind of name is that? Well, uh, in, in the defense of the story, the books weren't too bad. What's the whistling thing? Kyle, is that something in Twilight? No. No, no. Do you know somebody named Bella? Sorry, my bad. All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's go. Somebody do. Oh wait, I'm. A, oh Jesus. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Gonzo. Come on. No, no. All no right. Start backpedaling now, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, either way. Um. What else we got? Anything? No. Make sure you check out the highs, boy. You dug yourself a big enough hole already. I know. He just sent me a bunch of shit too, dude. Which is awesome. Bella Lugosi is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it's your kid's name, Kyle? Shit. Uh, wait, is it? How did I know that? No comment. You named it after a Twilight character? No, it was before. You named your kid. Um, it's the Beauty and the Beast girl. Beauty as well. and the Beast. I do like the Beauty and the Beast one. Song is old time. Well, well, to be fair, a lot That's of what you people... named it after? You named your kid after a Beauty. No, I don't take. No, I don't what the all. fuck are you talking about? To be about? fair, a to lot of fair? people think it's really cool that I named my <laughs> kids after Star Wars characters, and my son Luke. Her loves name's it. not Bella. It's Bella. My, the beauty. My movie. daughter. So, <laughs> you should have done that to me for saying that about Bella. Uh either way, <laughs> what's her real name? Is it Bella? Is her real name or Elizabeth? Yeah, what's her real me? name? Yeah, is it Bella or Elizabeth? <laughs> It's a it's Isabella. Isabella. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not Be- no, you didn't name your kid Bella. Okay. 
Anyways, fair enough. Um, <laughs> my dog was street, named streetcar named Desire. Bella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just. Please, please, everybody, like and subscribe and hit that bell and uh, <laughs> come to the funnest <laughs> hangout you've ever been Jeez. at. Uh, where we make rules so we can break them. I love how Marco's like, oh shit, I gotta dig out of this hole now. <laughs> no, no, I'm already dug out of it. I was more I was more worried about Gonzo saying it. And he's like, Yeah, no. I was like, oh, that sucks because he sent me something. You don't ever send me anything, Kyle, so I don't care. <laughs> so let everybody know when and where and how they can find your guys' books next week. Hive. Uh hive-comics.com. Normally you guys have like a fancy little thing that goes across the bottom of the screen, but I think Kyle's taking the night off. So, uh, but you can go check us out there <laughs> and, uh, department of truth and something is killing the children are on sale May 8th, 2 PM Eastern standard time. Um, so yeah, go snag them. They'll go quick. They will go quick. Remember that's, yeah. uh, was it 500 and 700 on that print run? So that's yep. cool. And uh, if you get to this show, you get them for five bucks, right? That was the deal. I, that's what I heard. Still not the deal. Still not the deal. Still not the deal. That's what they were talking about. What the fuck are these dicks? They're trying to save five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, oh I'm wait, gonna... if you if you like Department of Truth, you can go check out the Comic Exposure podcast. We did a uh, oh, episode nice. a couple weeks on the first trade of that. And if you like uh, movies and uh, novels and stuff like that, you can check out Pop Bonsai. So just more of kind of what you guys do here. Um, we should link that below. Somebody's. Yeah. We'll link that below. Thanks. All I took right. right off. Oh, I do have a show tomorrow. Um, I'll probably offend somebody else on that one, too. All <laughs> right, we're out.